Hi, friends. As you know, I'm a big podcast nerd and I absolutely love supporting other podcasts. So I'm going to actually include a trailer from a new podcast that is out that is hosted and produced by a friend of mine, Lauren, and it is called My Dad Stole My Limelight. I'm so very proud of Lauren for launching this podcast. I actually spoke with her a few months ago when she was in sort of the beginning phases of doing it. So yeah, I'm excited to share this with you guys. Uh, this is a one minute clip, uh, but it'll give you kind of a glimpse as to what her podcast is about. So I hope you enjoy My Dad Stole My Limelight. Hi, you have found your way to My Dad Stole My Limelight, a podcast about coming out. I'm Lauren Deborah, and I am your demisexual and bisexual host. I never had a formal coming out, as around the time I was truly discovering my sexuality, my dad came out first, stealing my limelight. So for a really long time, I felt I was robbed of this amazing experience and robbed of everything I thought that would happen or change after I came out. I've grown to learn that that's okay. You don't have to come out, and if you do, there is no right way to do it. What matters most is that you live your truth as a most authentic version of yourself, and for no one but you. Because everyone's coming out experiences are different, each episode I will interview someone who has come out and someone they have come out to. So think parent, BFF, co-worker, partner, maybe even a childhood crush, anyone from any time in their life. Together we'll learn all about different experiences of coming out and hear some fun anecdotes about my guests having their limelight stolen too. In season one, I have the pleasure of meeting comedians, old friends, drag performers, family members, neighbors, musicians, and more. Thanks for joining me. Yo, it's the kid Travis Lindsay. Uh, I'm no longer doing the Boys Club podcast because my best friend died. Now I'm doing my own podcast it's called The Church of Common Sense, which was inspired by the Boys Club podcast, where I just talk about things going on in the world today and me trying to understand and figure them out. If you're not into ranting, bitching comedy, that's fine. That's okay. I have a Disney podcast, which comes out bi-weekly, and you can listen to that one where Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all that random shit, you can listen to that one where I get drunk and I review Disney movies. So if you like rants, go to The Church of Common Sense. If you like fun stuff... Go to Hi Dad Soup Podcast, where I get drunk on Disney-themed drinks and food. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Fuck Scott McLean. Hey, stop looking up death rattles. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. internet and welcome back to the intoxicated podcast halifax's weekly comedy variety talk show where i your host sarah mcclellan shoot the shit with comedians creators and characters you guys we're at episode 199 how freaking insane is that i still can't get over how fast time goes by um when you're releasing podcasts literally every single week for almost four years um it's a lot of podcasts it is super exciting to hit that 200 milestone and we are real damn close to that you guys this week i have two familiar returning guests you know them you love them intoxicated regular an amazing comedian travis Lindsay is back with me this week and joining him is chris halef he's an okay comedian 
Just kidding. They're both extremely funny guys. I love hanging out with these two. I love shooting the show with both of them. So I thought that this would be a really good pairing for episode 199. And um, hey, what are you guys doing um, this Valentine's Day weekend? Which I guess technically starts uh, today slash tomorrow if you listen when this drops. There's some comedy shows coming up featuring all of us from this episode. And I'm going to tell you about them right fucking now. Uh, here in Halifax, Friday through Saturday, Travis Lindsay is going to be at L's Bistro along with Jordan Foisey. So that's three nights of comedy shows, L's Bistro. If you're looking for some really fun plans this weekend, I highly recommend checking that out. It is $15 and you can book a table in advance. I will leave links below to that. And also, Chris Halef and I are going to be doing a show in Tatamagush, Nova Scotia. It is a Valentine's Day comedy show at the Grace Jollymore Arts Center. And that starts at 8 p.m. and it is by donation only. So if you are a listener like that's nearby Tatamagush or in Tatamagush, or is interested in driving to Tatamagush to see the show, we would love to have you. Um, It's going to be so fun. I'm wildly excited. It's my first out-of-town show. Let's hope I don't fuck it up. So I'll be sure to link below to information on those shows. Keeping this intro short because this is a long episode, you guys. I say this every week. It is two and a half hours, so I'm going to get right to it. But before I do, I'm going to let you know that I would appreciate an Apple podcast rating or review. It helps the podcast out more than you know in terms of charting and visibility. And when you don't have a huge marketing budget, things like that really help out the podcast. So if you're a returning listener, consider leaving me an Apple podcast rating or review. That would be amazing. You could even do both. That would be extra amazing. Also, you can follow the podcast on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Check out the YouTube channel as well for video versions of episodes. And there's a hot new Patreon bonus episode up on Patreon. So if you are interested in bonus content, Content, you can sign up at patreon.com backslash intoxicated. The latest Patreon bonus episode is me and Matt Baker, last week's guest, reviewing my first bomb. Um, I guess my first bomb that I felt was a true personal bomb. Who knows? Maybe people think I bomb all the time. I I don't know, you guys. Stand-up comedy is a weird thing to do. But it has been a journey. It has been so much fun. And it's made even better when I have two great friends like Chris and Travis to kind of talk me through things and shoot the shit about comedy. I fucking love it. And I think you guys are going to love this episode. So I'm going to get right to it. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode with Chris Halef and Travis Lindsay. rolling this is uh this is it this is episode 199 yeah and uh this is i feel like my podcast is becoming like the little and is it the little engine that could or the little train that could this engine where he's choo-chooing up the hill yeah what's the engine the engine's the thing that's got to get you there right 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 and he's like I just need to get off the, the, that's kind of how I feel currently. Uh-huh. One, two, three, we're back! <laughs> you know you know a good trick? A good trick? This is what you do. This is what you do. In radio, if we know, we want to edit, we do this. We go. You see that? And now you'll see two distinct claps right there. And that'll just fucking let you know that you got to come mm. Oh, boy. The king of distinct claps, Crystal F. <laughs> that's right. One when he walks on stage and one when he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you can only do two days after all, eh? <laughs> the day you go in, the day you come out. 
Oh my god! Mm. But this is one nine nine, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This is kind of yeah, very very exciting. So, so least, guys, so you guys know these do. two. You guys know these two quite well, but we're gonna reintroduce them. Um, Chris Halaf is back. Hello. Last time you were here, you were with. Albert and Kyle. <laughs> yes, I know. And I know Travis had some pretty critical things to say about that episode. In my defense, I will say, it like Kyle and Albert, they are hard people to record with. And, uh, and you nailed it. I was like, you know, I just wanted to be one of the cool kids. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I had to go along with the flow. Well, okay. But they are also my, you know, whatever. Okay. And we're also here with Intoxicate Regular. Hello. I would say like... Regular guest co-host? Yeah. At this point, Travis? Sure, I'll take it. Uh, Travis Lindsay! Hello. Fresh off a virtual comedy festival. Yeah. Hubcap. Literally, yes, just did it. Right here, yeah. God, I, I <laughs> laughed so uh, hard. He said that he was using his friend's sex cam curtain. <laughs> Backdrop. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I even got the fairy lights, yeah. which yeah. all cam girls yeah, need, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, oh yeah there's cam girl voice. Uh, but but this is interesting. So you guys, this is the first pairing uh, of you two alone yes. in this podcast. On this one, yeah. I did one episode of Boys Club with Travis there. And yeah. That was oh, that's right. Yeah. You did two Boys Clubs, didn't you? you yeah, did one, one with, with Travis and one with Vaughn Solo. Yeah, look oh. how that one played out. <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, fuck. What happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting I want to go live on you. a farm. <laughs> he's, no, no, Travis, he's touring in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Remember he's that touring, analogy? Yes, he's touring. Living on a farm. There's a pig joke in there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying to work on a joke, and it's a clean joke for once. Yeah, yeah oh, there you go. About snoring, because like I record my sleep at night, yeah. uh-huh. and like it's... Horrific! The sounds I yeah, make, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's very snorty, like mm-hmm, a pig. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to work on jokes of like, oh, what's the? I, I sound like an overweight man. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm trying to be funny with clean stuff, you guys, and it's mm-hmm. it's hard. Well, see, that's yeah, yeah. Well, you because you, you started semi dirty. Um, I haven't even ended. That <laughs> <drums>. <laughs> well, actually, this brings up a good. Uh, point of conversation i guess uh in travis you're probably a better person to ask about this but like when you I write am. yeah well i mean okay <laughs> anyways <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding uh when you write uh <laughs> i sound like i'm interviewing you but no, like when it. you write dirty shit and when you write clean shit because you're not like a i wouldn't call you a dirty guy but like do you consciously go into it thinking like i need to write a clean joke right now, or a clean story or something um like no i uh I tend to just go with what comes to me. So it um, just comes, like, you, you don't act, it's just whatever comes at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. and mainly because it's, it's storytelling stuff, you yeah. know, it's, it's I yeah, so I try to keep it clean. Yeah. And also, like, you know, people think clean means, you know, straight, <laughs> well, I was having Dunkaroos the other day, <laughs> and, uh, and the niftiest mm. thing, uh, that's not clean, I've made my Easter egg joke. Yeah. Work clean. Yep. Yeah, it has a dirty element, but it's yeah. But and then I just use my word choice carefully. Yes. There's no, you know, yeah. even I love Lucy. Found ways to allude to fucking. Yes, you know, it's not impossible to. You don't jam it down the throats. Yeah, you no, you don't jam it. You don't jam it down the throats. <laughs> yeah. And 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 <laughs> you know. But that's the thing uh, I was talking about with Matt. I don't know if it was on the Patreon episode or. The, I listened to. He said some very kind things about me. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're glaring at me. Oh, you know, I, I did a slight dig at you. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. No, no, no. But oh. like, you know, something about me being a great writer or something. Oh. I don't fucking know. Oh, like, yeah, I, Matt, we, we don't have to talk about me. We don't Matt, Matt Baker said no. Sam and Chris are two of the best writers. Joke writers. I mean, that's very sweet. He's, you know, and, and Matt's an original. And why would he be a hack and compliment me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all know you're good. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I always I remind you. something like that as <laughs> like... Like, because I would say that you're in Sam's class is like a b- big chunk of the scene currently. Like those uh, people who so, are yeah. like the two. Because how long are you in? I am. Uh, I mean, I would say. I mean, two and a half technically, but when you minus those fucking like you know lockdown months, two years I've been doing it. And Sam's around the same. Yeah, we started yeah, the same week. Yeah, same exact week. Like I, I was uh, one set Lightning. in. Lightning really does not strike twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not fair to Sam. Come on, no. <laughs> <laughs> take that. He did great tonight, by the way. Um, that was awesome. He, uh, he always looks great. Yeah, both no. of you guys always do. You're Sam really good, consistent, strong comics. That's the both key. Of you. That's the key, man. I mean, we uh, we learn from the best. Uh, Andrew Vaughn. All right. Well, follow his lead. <laughs> I yeah, I'm always thinking about that compliment Martin gave me of like the Vaughn school of comedy mm-hmm. and how like yeah. how important it is to be tight and set up punch, like yeah. simple. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all I'm constantly thinking about that when mm-hmm. I'm like writing stuff. And even still I'm like, I got I still got so much to fucking cut out of yeah. like just nonsense yeah. bullshit like setup stuff that I don't mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. Um and when I was like kind of thinking about the styles of comedy and I was happened to be sitting with Robbie who was just like, oh, just just go up there and talk to them. I I, I just thought of this burn being like, there's <laughs> there's there's two schools of comedy: the Robbie Vino school of comedy and writing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's actually> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Robbie. I love you, and I, I actually truly admire the talent of being able to go on the fly. And be funny like that spontaneously. I actually fucking admire that because I truly don't have that yet. You know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the thing is, you just gotta ask yourself, WWAD, what would Andrew do? Which leads you, unfortunately, to another question, WWTD, what would Travis do? That's true. Yeah. And that's the real answer. Uh, yeah, that is the real answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I, writing clean is, yeah, no, for me, something I'm trying to do. Purposely. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing to try yeah. to do. And and I don't, again, like, don't t- don't try to come up with a clean joke. Try to take a joke and make it clean. Mm. You know, take your shit you already have. <laughs> take it all. And I know it's like, it's like, oh, sex work. How can we make that? You can, you can find ways. Yeah, you can make haunted and, orgy and clean. Anything. <laughs> I do love this set list. I wish... It looks like a to-do list. <laughs> you can do better, Lefetic. Yeah. Fertility <laughs> test, Plan B, sex work, stranger session, haunted orgy, love okay. addict. All yeah. milk is bad. All milk is bad. Can I come? There you go. <laughs> wow. It's pretty, yeah. Uh, I will say, just to you know, add on to what Travis was saying, I kind of do that too. Like, you know, I'll write whatever... I think it's funny at the moment. It's like whatever, like I want to write at that time. And if it ends up being clean or dirty, if it's dirty, then I will try to like find uh, ways to make it clean first. And if I can't, which you can, but like if it doesn't hit as hard, mm-hmm. then I'll kind of like, you know, keep it as is. But like I did that for Hudcap. I changed a couple of dirty things into clean things. They didn't hit as hard, mm-hmm. but it still worked. 
So, like, you know, I think it's good practice to look at your jokes and be like, well, you know, how can I make yeah. this, you know? And just, yeah, you know, look at the words. Like, if, if fuck is the funniest part of your bit, yeah. then... Yeah. Even like the fer- you know. fertility test one, like I could just take out the part where I go, I'm into cream pies. And we could just go into like pregnancy scares are scary. But yeah. like, but sometimes like when you think you're pregnant and you get the negative result, you think why? Like that actually, that's not that dirty because that's just being like yeah. you took oh. a pre- you took a pregnant yeah. test and it was negative. And instead of going, yes, I'm not pregnant. You went, yeah. why aren't but I? There's even like there's even ways you could say like I. I love cream pies without saying I love cream. You can be, you know, yeah. You know, it's a facility blah, 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 blah. Hockey's more exciting without a goalie. Like, it's literally, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. you put it in the person's head and then they yeah. make it feel, and they go, oh, she's talking about cheese. Right. It's kind of like that uh, Louis C.K.'s N word bit where it's just yeah. like, you put the thought in my head. Yeah, now I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can somehow put like a cream pie in somebody's head, <laughs> yeah. then you're good to go. <laughs> That's a good way of playing it, though. so bad. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Okay, so we're going to start this off with a little icebreaker. Mm -hmm. We've been going for 15 minutes. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I have no concept of time anymore. Don't forget to cut the beginning. Um, I put on uh, Instagram questions for you guys. We have two. Um, One is from... Evan Petrie, who is a big comedy fan, goes to a lot of shows around the city, intoxicated Patreon. Shout out to Evan Petrie. Um, he asked, who are the comedians that really influenced your style since starting in comedy? Should I leave? Don't, I don't want to blush. <laughs> Come on. You have Patrice O'Neill over yeah. here. <laughs> You'll never live that down. Um, your style. That's an interesting, like, influenced your style of comedy. I'll let Travis start first. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to burn me every fucking thing I say. I don't need, you do such a good job yourself. You, this man. is. Don't worry, I'll condition you too, just like this idiot. He only buy me t-shirts and stuff. I really, I still want a boys club t-shirt. This by the is way, my impre- we'll, we'll get you one. Yeah, we'll get yeah, you one I would sure. fucking just, uh, just ask Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> well, listen. If I'm asking Vaughn anything, it's yeah. not for a boys club T-shirt. It's for the fucking Mega Comedy Mondays Instagram password. Oh yeah, that's right. Like I died with the and, fucking and, like, Instagram. Don't threaten her with a good time. She'd love a Ouija board or something. Then <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come here. It's drink cute some. that you think I don't already have. Yeah, one. see, yeah, go drink some moon water. Fucking nothing. <laughs> um, I actually when I told Travis that I actually I said love that. I love that joke. But I said and. Mm-hmm. Like when I actually told him, you might get some material out of this. This is what Moonwater is. Before he even said who it was, I knew who it was. I was just like, this is fucking Sarah. Anyways, go ahead, buddy. Who influenced um, Mine are all cliche shit. Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. Uh, as I got old, uh, Tony Woods is a big one. You can yeah. check out Tony Woods on Netflix right now. Wait, what? Me and Sam were talking about he, Tiffany Haddish had oh, him she, on that oh, show. On, oh, because I know Godfrey's on that, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, right on. God, which that bummed the shit out of me. They got, like... Yeah. Fucking Godfrey and Tony are, like, so fucking dope, and it's like, oh, they need... Yeah, they need, they need Tiff... Uh, no, 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 You know, yeah. Yeah, but, but... It was one of those moments where I went, fuck. Yeah. Um, God, is there any chance for us? No. Know, dude. Well, it's like Jessica but, Kirsten in New York. She's fucking hilarious, and Bill Burr had right. to present one of her specials yeah. for her. And her brother-in-law's fucking Zach Brown. I know. It's just fucking stupid. <laughs> but, oh, shit. But yeah, you said Pryor, uh, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, Pryor, Chappelle. Um, you know, Louis still. It's, yeah, you know, does she, I, I still have to say Cosby. Yeah. Because not like that man, I didn't see him go, fuck, I want to do Bill that Cosby funny. himself is one of the greatest specials ever made. It's so well done. Yeah, man. Um, Patrice. Yeah. He has a special, Bill Cosby? 
Bill Cosby has multiple specials. Really? Like, multiple oh, yeah, specials, yeah. multiple <laughs> albums. Like it's it's. I, yeah, he's I have, got Co- I have Cosby on cassette, and yeah. yeah. Do you got, still like, listen to it? I can't. Yeah, Sam. Just because it bums me out, like and and again, it's a totally selfish thing where it's you know I feel like I've you know, mm-hmm. which in turn makes me feel shitty too. So I I yeah I try yeah, not to watch. Fair. It's like a guilt which cycle. sucks because I love the Cosby Show. Cosby yeah. Show is one of the most hilarious 100%. fucking shows of all time. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's the guy. <laughs> you know, say what you want about Hitler, but he's not an open mic. <laughs> like you know, like it's. <laughs> You gotta give credit where credit's due. Man, yeah, man's right, got man. a tight ten. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> a tight six million. No, no disrespect to a tight ten. That's yeah. what Sarah's working yeah. on. Yeah, there, yeah, right. So you know, um, yeah, there's a lot of influences, and I, you know, I am one of those people who's like, I am more interested in the people who love comedy, and I. Yeah. Am, I'm someone who likes people that study it and read. You know, if I go, oh, you know, this person, like, oh, I don't. I don't know who that is. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. There is a lot of that I find, especially in like this scene. You know, yeah, and I, yeah, like, and I'm oh, just, I'm thinking, you know, the thing is, I, yeah, I want people that want to do this and want. Okay, question to be on here. that subject: Do you think mm-hmm. someone can be a very talented comedy nerd and not be someone who actually listens to a lot of stand up? Yes, and I, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll quickly insert that Albert. Yes, that's exactly Albert watched a lot of stand up early on, but he doesn't watch any stand up ever now. Like, cause it, for the same reasons that Norton doesn't, mm-hmm. which is he doesn't want to get influenced, which is yeah. a thing. Which yeah. Is, yeah, no, I think I couldn't tell you that much about new people, mm-hmm. but I, I will watch everything that leading up to now. Because so now I don't want to, I don't want anything in my head. I don't want to be like, is that too close to what I'm doing? Like I, yeah, I do try to keep away unless something like really catches my eye or something. I was like, oh, I want to see what this person. Said. There's no yeah. way I think they're going to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. He's still a comedy yes. nerd. Yeah. He still likes the history, and that's what I care yeah. about. I'm care about more the history, oh, whether yeah. or not you're yeah. obsessed with it, and and like the stru- like structure and crafting a joke. Clearly, and yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah I you know yeah, I, yeah. I, I someone who's like I like when he says this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like when he says this because it's set up. Yeah. So early on here, I love yeah. when he says this because I saw him when he did it six months earlier, and it was a fraction oh. of a well crafted thing. Mm-hmm. I love having a, a, a fresh new bit on Monday, and then by the time I get around to Sniggly's on Sunday, it is something almost completely different. And it's now it's wild. almost ready. Yeah. And I love that process. In yeah. Between. yeah, I love oh. the okay, here's where I think this can work. Try it Tuesday. Okay, none of that shit worked. Do it Wednesday. Okay, here and here worked. I think I should bring that back. Maybe hit this part harder. Thursday, boom, boom, boom. And then by the time you get to Sunday, you're like, fuck. I got, okay. a, I got a new bit. Fuck yeah. And I'm so excited to bring it out to stage. And I'm so excited for people to hear it and do it. Like, yeah. you know, again, like I said, like earlier today, I was, I've been dead. Travis, okay, we should give some backstory. Fucking right off. Travis came over to, to film Soundcheck. his virtual uh comedy festive appearance and uh we did a little test and uh we were waiting around for the test to have and travis was just i was just like do you want coffee here's a here's a double americano i was like i was like because for a second there i was like are you not are you sick yeah yeah no no you you didn't seem yourself no i've not been all week i don't know what the fuck it's been since wednesday but i've i've not felt like myself the Mercury retrograde. I, I, I know. I fuck up. <laughs> no, it's not that. Holy um, shit! This is serious. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I did that, and I woke up Wednesday. I was like, oh, I kind of feel weird. And then Thursday, and then Wednesday night, I, you know, I slept again. And like two nights in a row, I felt like I didn't get any sleep, even though I did sleep. I didn't, you know, I woke up a bunch here and there. Okay. But like, I felt like I'd got zero sleep. Thursday is a total blur to me, which fucking is scary because I was filming for TV that day. Right. And I can't tell you shit that I said. <laughs> I know I asked people their favorite love songs. What goes into a good love song? Uh, what's a breakup song? And if you can name the COVID vaccine in Canada, what would you name? I don't remember who I got. I don't remember who I asked. I don't know how it turned out. I don't know if I'm going to be fired this week because <laughs> I don't know how it went. And in right. my head, of course, I'm going to assume it went horrible. Yeah. Um, it, one of the cameramen was literally my high school drama teacher. Uh, wow. Brother. Oh, shit. And, 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 not, and not just my high school drama teacher, like a friend. Wow. Like she's like a friend of mine now. We went and coached him probably. And, oh, the, and the, like I barely acknowledge this man. And I feel like such a dickhead. But I was just so out of it. Like, you know, yeah. I could not string together more than like, hi, whatever. It literally felt like I was fucked up. And I was just trying to play it off sober. That's what Thursday felt like huh. to me completely. I could not concentrate for the fucking life of me. Yeah. Uh, Friday, I felt a little bit normal again. But even when I got to like Lawrence, I was like, I'm out of it today. And today has been the most normal I feel, and I'm slowly getting back I, to my sentence. But I don't know what happened to my sleep pattern that fucked me up so much. But, like, this week has literally been... Aside from the sleep pattern, terrifying. like, what other, like, symptoms have you had? Like, are, they, do you, are, do you, are you feeling like... No, I'm not... Yeah. This isn't a hack COVID thing yeah. or whatever, but, like, are you <laughs> feeling like, like do any you other symptoms? <laughs> no, I don't feel... I don't feel sick. I don't feel... I can mm. smell shit. I, you know, I... Yeah. I literally have just felt like I've been like sitting in the passenger seat of my own body and just kind of. It might be a chemical thing. It might be like you you might not be drinking enough water or something like that. Yeah, it I could be so many is. things. Definitely, yeah. you know what it definitely isn't is mercury, mercury, mercury and retrograde. <laughs> I mean, and mercury. Listen, listen, get my on your side. Get my <laughs> merch. Throwback <laughs> Thursday. It's a retrograde. <laughs> I don't want to say it is, but I mean, it's I also had an off week, and I happen to know a lot of people dead. Coincidence? I don't know. I've never seen you have an on week. Yeah. Not <laughs> once have I ever seen you. Like Every time I walk into you, you're always just like, I'm teetering on the brink of death. I've seen her, I've, I've seen a relieved Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> went, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, cheers to that. Hey, oh, my God. Right. Just roast it. Fucking all women are dumb. No, uh, I'm kidding. I'm Nathan McIntosh had, had this woman on his uh, podcast, uh, Kate. Kate Wolf. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that like they had a weird falling out a couple of years ago. Okay. And like hadn't talked for a long time. And this oh, wow. podcast was like their reunion and like mm. talking about it. And he said something similar to her. He was every time I talk to you, you're going through something. <laughs> <laughs> like you're never not going through something. But this comes down to I think. Well, I mean, currently now for me, it's full time job trying Good. to do podcast stuff. Trying to also do adult stuff and then stand up. Well, okay. Managing all of those pools of energy has been a challenge. But remember when you didn't have a full time job and you were complaining how you didn't? Things have gotten better. Right. But I was thriving then. And thriving in unemployment? <laughs> that came out wrong. You had a funny way of showing it on <laughs> <What> social I... <laughs> media. Just constantly, I'm not doing well. Yeah, that's thriving, you dumb fuck. God damn it. 
<laughs> what Listen, I mean in, was... In a viral video, you're either the guy handing out the money or you're the homeless guy receiving. That's yeah. That's... <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> it's like he's mean to people he likes. I don't know. Why? Well, I, I know. Ask my ex. <laughs> no, no, no. She's, no, no. We're still friends. But she'll yes, tell you. You really <laughs> press this? And I've never seen this woman in my life? I don't know. If she actually know. came. She walked by District 5 right after the show. Like, shout out Emma. Like, you know, shout she's out a good friend. She's a great person. I love Emma. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just different paths. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know where we were. Though. Oh, your influences. My influences are kind of similar to Travis's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm. Uh... <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. I'll tell you. Um, actually, very similar. I would say Chappelle is a huge one for me. Uh, Chappelle, uh, the ONA crowd was big. Jim Norton, Opie Patrice, and Anthony. Opie and Anthony, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh I I uh not not so much Anthony these days, you know. I'm definitely not taking Dude, he has gone off the rails. He's cuz he's like on Twitter but like as something else, he can't go by his name cuz he'd get kicked off. So he goes by Compound Boss and it's yeah. just frightening. But um yeah, Jim Norton, Bill Burr, guys like that. Uh, and then, like, uh, there's a lot of uh, people, they're not newer, but, like, kind of, like, coming up today who I love. Like, Sam Morrell, I fucking love him. Yeah. Mark Norman, I love him. Joe Mackey, Phil Hanley. Um, there's this, like, group of joke writers in New York that, like, when I watch them, I'm like, fucking, like, they make it look so simple. Yeah, because you know? like you, you were talking about, like sometimes you'll write something and then you're like, oh, it's like a long ass setup or something yeah, like that. When long. you watch like a guy like Sam Morell in particular, he gets to the meat of it immediately. Yeah, and it's very conversational. But like he, like it's usually like the first point you think of. Yeah, getting from point A to point B as quickly as possible, yeah. and like he does it in the most natural way, and I love him. His special, I got this on uh, YouTube, really, really good. Oh, yeah. oh, it, it's it's. He's got two on YouTube. He put out two specials last year. It's called I Got This? I Got This, uh, which was, uh, it's my favorite special that came out last year. Okay. And then he put out a rooftop special a few months later, which uh, that along with the Colin Quinn and Friends uh, special on HBO Max were my two, uh, I think the two most good, beautiful looking specials last year. You watch them, the skyline of New York, it just looks amazing. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, highly recommend it. Sam Morell. Fucking uh, great, great. There's guy. so many like free specials coming out. Like, I think I think yeah. that people releasing specials on YouTube is kind of like the beginning of uh, podcasting, yeah. where like there was only a few people doing it, and ten years from now, a lot of people will have specials. <laughs> well, on YouTube. it used to be like where you would just do your old specials, right? Like people yeah. would like just throw like an old one, being like, "Here's my 2007." It would even yep. be like, DVD rip," and you're like. Well, dude, you know what's fucked up is like Comedy Central in particular is just I don't know what they're doing because they have all these specials in vaults. And every now and again, like a comic like who had a special on Comedy Central will be like, I'll throw it up on my Mm -hmm. YouTube page. And then Comedy Central will take it down. And then they're like, well, is anybody ever going to be able to watch this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, is it accessible at all? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, I don't think they've completely caught up in terms of how people access things, you know. 
That's wild. Yeah, the idea of like, yeah, you got to watch my Comedy Central special 10 o'clock on <laughs> Sunday. Who does that these days? People yeah. like, you know, like with the streaming services, like, you know, they'll pick and choose what they want to watch when they want to watch it. Yeah, so yeah. like you have to do it that way now. You have to change the way you market shit. But what's interesting is, is I remember back in lockdown when we all got together on, I don't know if it was Facebook chat or Zoom or something. We watched, we like watched Mark Norman's special together. I like chatted about it while you watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really interesting. Like the the YouTube, like like he streamed it. He did like YouTube premiere or whatever, yep, yep. and he was like in the chat. But then like, it's just on the YouTube people. Then it's just on there. It's just on there. But yeah. like he he got so much money from just people donating. Yeah. To him. Oh, I mean he's he's so fu- that guy is so goddamn stupidly funny. He's so great. Great joke writer, but he's almost funnier off stage. Yeah. 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 In yeah, interviews. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that, that interview oh he has god. in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know. And she's so, you can tell how turned on she is. She's so turned on. She by wasn't him. turned on. Yes, she You're was. You're overreading it. Yes, she he was. He talked about it on Jim they and were Sam. Flir- they were flirting. They were not. She's married. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can still flirt. Kenya? You're going to marry the wrong person regardless. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We should actually, we're already into the episode, but we should plug, um, because when this comes out, it'll be it'll be the the Friday of Valentine's weekend, and okay. we both have shows Valentine's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, you have the weekend at L's. Yeah, yeah, L's, so L's Bistro. I'm at L's Bistro, February thirteenth, fourteenth, uh, so February twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. Yeah, man. L's come, Bistro. Come yesterday. Get your yeah. Come come yesterday. <laughs> well, I mean, you cut this into a little thing. Uh, this yeah. Is promo. Will that be like your first weekend? Like, when was the last time you did, like, a weekend? A full weekend? Yeah. Um, fuck. God, I don't know. Man, I really don't know. You think it was pre-first lockdown? No, well, I've done... I've done PEI. I went to PEI in October. Oh, yeah, October. yeah, you did those shows with Dan. Oh, that's uh, right. And I'll be back in PEI in April. Nice, man. Um, that'll be good. Hopefully, my comedy cove gets rebooked. Apparently we're just moving on. It's forward. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, I'm sure it will, man. He, <laughs> yeah, we messaged back and forth. Uh, he wanted to double check because the restrictions got lifted. Yeah, and you know, I I sent him the restrictions saying you're good to go, and he was ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, how hey, convenient. I, uh, apparently, yeah. Doctor Strang has a problem with <laughs> Doctor King. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, and then we got the show at Tatamagush. Tatamagush. Tatamagush, the Grace Jolly Moore Arts Center on February 13th. Great venue. Yeah, man, I did it once. Uh, I think I did the first one, and you guys did the second one, but you mm. guys actually got to do the big room. Yeah, we, yeah did. we did not get to do that one. Yeah. Which do you know? Maybe they'll one? have me on one of your shows one time. <laughs> which, uh... Brother, no. <laughs> uh, Where, which one are we in? Do we know? The big one. Yeah, yeah don't fuck up. Nervous. You can fuck up. Actually, I'm actually wildly excited. I think because it's a Valentine's Day show, I'm exceptionally excited. Well, there you go. I don't when know I, what it is. I'm sure it was the same, but when we went up, it was a good. Like they're like it's Tatamagush, so it's like they they want to come out. They're coming out to the show. They're there to have a good time. It was a great crowd when we went up. I hope and that was almost that would be February fifteenth. Uh, yeah, this year, my birthday. And that was the that's when we did the that's when we did the uh, show, a, and it was a good time. What a fucking sports interview! <laughs> no man, it's really good. You know, it's like uh, they came out to play, and we came out to play, and we, we met in the middle and seen how it went, and you know, we yeah, we did our best out there, and then we we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, just uh, we'll must, see how it all plays out next time. Yeah, this is a, it's a must win game. <laughs> how old did you turn in the fifteenth? Uh, Thirty one. Wow. wow. <laughs> 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 
Mm. You excited to turn 31? I am. Actually, I am. I'm a lot healthier than I was 10 years ago. So I'm definitely, Mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. I am a 31-year-old man in a 21-year-old's body. (laughs) I wish it was a funny one. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say the same. Uh, Dude, Honestly, sh- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what is when men get together? They're mean. If I was alone with you here, you'd be way more nice to me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Oh, my God. Okay. I Okay. I have two things I want to mention. So, what like, up? Travis has a bit that involves me, which thrilled me to my bones. That was fun. Uh, is your bit about telling Funny Note a friend died about me calling it you was Vaughn? inspired by you okay. but not uh because like, i remember when you called me up and you told me he died this is gonna sound so bad when you called me up and told me he died i felt nothing <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean like not in like a like i don't care way but like i didn't feel any like i was like she's crying and all i could think in that moment was like i wish you would just stop crying <laughs> So, like, that's where I kind of, like, you know, got... Jesus and then Christ. I thought back to it just, like, you know, a couple weeks ago. And I said, and it's working. It's he he it's good, says it's, that he was very nice on the phone call. I, w- I was nice on the phone. Like, I, I took a part of truth and I, I, I molded it into a new bit. And I actually, like, I like honestly, that. like, I, like I, I actually really like it. Uh, so far, it's it's not done yet. But, like, you know, it's... Well, you like it. That's good. This is the audience. <laughs> Brother, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd complain, but who'd listen? Um, no, yeah, it's uh, it's a fun one. I like it. It's, it's my favorite type of bit to do. Oh, so, yeah. type of bit. Yeah. There's different types of bits? Yeah. Yeah. Like like how like Jinx, buy me some code. Like how do you mean? Like long, short, like what what are we talking with type types of bits? Yeah. Long, short, story, setup. Story. You know, one liner. Yeah. There's like uh Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, there's one liners, there's uh lo- like there's yeah. there's a type of bit that I really enjoy watching, which is like a long like a long setup to the point where like it, it builds like a certain tension. You know what I mean? Where like the audience is like, where is he going with this? And then you hit them with like a fucking like, random. Big, yeah. Like, I like Kyle Kinane's pretty good at that. That's something that I like. Watching. Real, good. real good, man. Real good. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of my uh, favorite types in mm. particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's a lot of different types of jokes that I like watching and I love watching storytelling stuff. That's why I like watching. Uh, uh, you know, What's this last per minute thing? So, OK, so it's, a friend of mine came to me and said, I heard that in order to be a pro. You need a certain amount of laughs per minute. And I think she said it was, what was it again? Uh, every 10 seconds? You need a laugh? Um, I'll let you take this. And, and I instantly, well, I instantly thought of you, Travis, because like you're so good at storytelling where it's, you know, kind of a longer drawn out thing, but you're like, you're getting little micro laughs here and there. And then it's like, boom, a yeah. big laugh. No, no. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's the quality of laugh. Yeah. Um, that's what it's, it's all about. Be... Eh? Yeah, the, you know the percent, like you know that you've seen a good funny show, and you know that shit will. That's great, you know. Every ten seconds, <laughs> but and then people are yeah. tired, tired. by the time you're done. Yeah. And I like to build, and I like to take a break. I like, um, I as always, I always like to say, like I like, I like comedians that I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in this room at two in the morning, or I'm standing in the kitchen at one thirty in the morning, and I'm just listening to an interesting person shoot the shit. You know, and that's what draws me, and that's the kind of performances I like. It's I, intimate. Yeah, I like intimate stuff, and I like you know the big the the big laughs are big laughs. It's not a it's not a oh it's a good laugh here, good laugh here, good laugh here. I want someone to remember the fucking big laugh they had. 
Um, I think a lot of times, you know, there's nothing wrong with ha 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 ha. But you can usually only focus on like one pivotal. You're like, oh yeah, that's your. Oh, what was that? What was that? And then you have people trying to just re- yeah. remember jokes. I I like where it's like I liked his newspaper story. I liked his Valentine's Day story. Right. I like boom. And then you can segment moments from those where you found you know humorous and funny stuff. And yes, the goal is always to be funny. But for me, it's it's t- to be the funniest, to have the yes. biggest laughs of the night. I don't yeah. care that you got more laughs per minute than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do all those laughs add up to my fucking exactly. one chunk? And that's exactly what I thought. And then I kind of had this opinion of like, I don't really like when people are trying to follow rules so much. Where they see like a guideline or something a pro mm-hmm. said, and they're like, okay, this is what I have to do, and I have to fit into this well, like, box. I also think that laughs per minute thing is a dated kind of thing, to be honest with you. I feel like, that's, I feel like that's probably yeah. what it was back then. Set up punchlines, set up punchlines, yeah. set up punchlines. Yeah. And and that's more or less for people being like you can't have five duds in a row in between your, your yeah you'll lose them if if you're a one liner comic then yeah every ten seconds it should probably be something yeah um, right if you're a little long form than me sometimes there's multiple laughs per second sometimes there's a whole minute of me just setting up something yes exactly so then when I finally boom it's fun you you break that tension well you you I think you said it best like the quality of the laughs to me is way more important than how many laughs are within that minute the frequency like yeah, yeah, yeah. the building up a minute to a big old fucking punchline tag whatever it may be is way better than well i got three laughs here there was this one guy who came through town one time uh and he was telling me about like yeah you know why i got uh, down to about 15 uh like one lap for 15 seconds or something like that and he showed me like this excel spreadsheet he was an out-of-town guy mm-hmm. and i was just like what like, I, I, and but then i saw him go up there and he was getting laughs but it was like you know it was who gives a shit killing if I if that makes any yeah. sense, where it's just like okay, he's getting, he's making them laugh, but like I'm not like I couldn't watch this for like you know thirty minutes straight. Right. You know what I mean? You kind of get exhausted after a while, where you're just like, okay, well, mm. yeah, it seems too robotic to me. And exactly. I, I like more conversational. Yes. Yes. That's actually stuff. you know I don't if I can go out there and I can pull the parachute yeah. and it just comes out then great, fine, whatever. But I don't give a shit. I like going out being like this might not work. Let's see yeah. what I have to do if it doesn't. Um. Yeah, so when it comes to, I think, starting out, it's always good to see, you know, get as many laughs per second as possible. I would say, but I think it's a starting out thing. I don't think it's a headliner thing. Because once you can do that, then yeah, you can do long form stuff. Mm. It's hard to go the other way around and go like, oh, I can get boom, boom, boom here. But I think it's good to build upon, you know, like when I started, I... I, I would open with one-liners. I was never like a one-liner comic. I can't even see you doing that. I know. But like literally, I would I would get up there and it's all evolved stuff, yeah. you know, you know, later on. But I would literally get up there and, you know, go, oh, as you can tell by the color of my skin, I don't really know my dad. Like I would literally just jump in something shocking, boom, whatever. Oh, now they're listening. And then I would go into one. I would, you know, I'd, um, oh, anytime I see a guy with a shark tooth necklace, I go, oh, there goes the world's most badass tooth. It's very... Boom, 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 boom. You know, like a light little boom, 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 titter, titter. Oh, you know, anytime I see a female sword dweller, I go, oh, she's got a black boyfriend. Right, and right, go, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would like go into more. And then, and then I would gradually go into, okay, they're listening to me. Yeah. Now I can hold their attention. So I think starting out to have one or two quick boom, boom, booms yeah. before you're the person that can go up there and be like, this is what I had just seen for the last five minutes or whatever, and be interested and be engaging and feel like I'm someone who just came from the crowd and I've been here with you the whole time. I think, yeah, it's very important for someone to 
come up and have one-liners to shoot out. Because you've not yet built that rapport with an audience. You don't you don't go up there with the... You go up there and you go, okay, I'm performing a set now. When Now, 12 years in, when I go in, yeah, I do have those nerves where I'm like, okay, this is an audience. I'm going to make them think that I don't give a shit that they're an audience. And that's what people need to learn. And, you know, right now you are... You are the apprentice. You know, people like to think, oh, the fact you went up there, you're already above. You're no, you're not. <laughs> you got to earn that trust, and you got to earn yeah. that. You know, and that doesn't mean they need to know who you are. If a pilot walks on a plane, you don't go, oh, this is his first flight. He just fucking does it, and he flies, and you trust him. And that's the kind of mm. confidence you need to fucking instill mm. in a crowd. And until you can give off that vibe, yeah, be quick with your jokes. I don't again yeah. uh, to. <laughs> Quoted dead friend. Uh, <laughs> unless you're me, I don't want to hear what you did this <laughs> fucking. Right. I don't want to hear what you did that's, today. That's from the, the episode with me. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Unless you're Travis Lindsay. Yeah. I don't want to hear what you did that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I like that though. Especially, yeah, you do do that where now you get up there and you take your time with it. I think I've said this to you before, but you take your time with it and it silences the audience almost in a way where like even if it is like a little bit of a whatever crowd if you come up there which you kind of like almost whisper sometimes like yeah you know i don't i don't care i'm black or whatever the fuck you say (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you get up there but no you get up there and you're kind of talking quietly and they're like okay this guy's okay he must know what he's doing why why else would he be doing this and then all of a sudden you got their attention and that's when you get going i think that's uh that's a place that a lot of people should strive to get to yeah. Yeah. yeah the comfortability thing um getting comfortable on stage is like so important yeah mm. yeah like truly like i feel like there's there's people who have like there could be something there mm-hmm. but because they're so nervous and they're speeding through jokes and they're yeah, the talking about and, and it's and it's <clears throat> and they're not focusing on like the delivery and just yeah. being comfortable yeah and again i'm like it's my favorite wrestling terminology if you think you're going too fast slow down if you think you're going the right speed, slow down. That's right. You know, always take it slower and yeah. just get comfortable. And here's the thing. People expect that comfortability to be off stage. Off stage, I'm still sweating bullets. I'm I'm still looking at clock. I'm still going. Okay, he's wrapping up now. Martin's going to get up. Is Martin just bringing me up? Is Martin going to say some credits? Is Martin going to do? Do you get nervous at Megacomin Monday? I get what? fucking... Because half the time, I don't know what the fuck I'm... Uh, you know, if I'm working on something or if I'm just surviving. Um... Yeah. You know, so huh. yeah, I get I get nervous for that. I get nervous before beerless. I get nervous before yucks. I get nervous before any kind of show, because mm-hmm. um, I care and I want it to be good. The nerves thing is, um, I get s- so insanely nervous all day before a show. It's like almost the only thing uh, I can think about, and it's like I I want to look into beta blockers because I do feel like, um, do you know what that is? No, but no. it sounds like something you shouldn't. It do. sounds like it's. it's so, I'm hoping it's web based. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of performers take them. It essentially just get, gets like rid of your adrenaline. So like you might be uh, mentally nervous, but your your body doesn't I, feel those nerves. I will. Say I need this. it. I need it. I need to channel everything. Whatever I'm fucking. Yeah, and that and there's it. that too, right? Where it's like, yeah. I mean, most of the times that I've been nervous all day, 
it pays off well. I think yeah. Eddie Murphy said this on uh, Comedians and Cars, but he was like, and there's something to it. Like, and I, I agree because like he goes, anytime I went up on stage, like, are oh, you agreed with Eddie? You know, I, you know what? Hey, See, hey, I think he's got something, Mr. Murphy. Seal of approval right here, <laughs> Mr. Murphy. As you tug on his coat, Mr. Murphy. Uh, he uh, and, and it's something that uh, I agree with completely. Like he goes, like anytime I went up on stage, where it was like. I got this. Yeah. He would, he would not do well. Yeah. But when he had that, like, kind of like fear, it, it almost forces you to rise to the occasion. So, like, anytime I've gone up on stage, which is very rare where I'm not nervous, but anytime I've gone up on stage where I'm well, nervous, which is nine out of 10 times, that's usually when I have a better set or when I deliver something better or when Fine, I learn I'll something. start coming to all your shows. Brother, God you got to come on out, man. I've got this new <laughs> bit about fucking hats. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I think, uh, yeah, don't fucking get beta blockers. Dude, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> it's mostly because I have like IBS and the day of shows, I am just not having a fun time with eating food and. That'll pass. Well, well, no, I, no. I actually no. really liked that night that you had that new bet about being single, and I chose to interact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's always good when you're a comic <laughs> and you try to interact with the other comics. That's uh, we love that, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was at the night where it was like every comic, like it was all comics at Gus's. I yeah. hated that. That was brutal. Whatever. That's fucking whatever. That's it. That's ninety percent of us. Yo, man, the game's a game. And my name is my name. Yeah, you ain't cutting shit. You leave this all and you're leaving this in too. Oh my Oh you, yeah, but um hard eyes on. Tra- uh <laughs> I love how sometimes people communicate through podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. I like this new form of communication. What do you mean? It's like it's kinda like texting, but you have to wait weeks. Wait <laughs> until people respond. Yeah. About how uh, Travis had stuff to say about you. Oh, uh, the Kyle. Beatles. Okay, let me oh, for fucking, fucking. I'm going to talk about this because that pissed me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fucking. The reason why I brought it up is earlier that day, Kyle Barnett literally said, I don't think the Beatles were that influential. And I had to argue the point with him. It's like, are you out? Of, you cannot like the Beatles, but you can't argue they weren't influential. So that's why when we were on the podcast, I decided to say it again. So he understood that. And then you heard it and were like, oh, Chris discovered the Beatles or some shit. And by the way, <laughs> ten, ten, ten minutes later, like Travis followed it up with this hot take. Albert and I were laughing about this because <laughs> Travis was shitting on us. And then 10 minutes later, he goes... I just don't like fake people. Real fucking hot take there, bro. <laughs> Would you write that in your diary? Paul McCartney's got talent, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man. Have you ever heard John Lennon? <laughs> fucking Yeah, imagine. I heard him smacking his wife, but... <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. That, that's literally the only reason why I brought that up was because Kyle said... And I was shocked. I was like, are you kidding don't me right cover now? your tracks. Yeah, you should check him out. Yeah, yeah. Check. Hey, man. Give, give him a goog. You know, here's how I wouldn't shit on you for that. <laughs> Kyle's been saying shit about the Beatles like they weren't influential. <laughs> and go. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to tailor my podcast appearances. <laughs> I would say make it make sense and not being like... Yeah. I got to take into consideration that Travis is going to be listening you know, to the whole podcast. I don't oh know. I, I don't know if it's... Uh, <laughs> I think the only reason he listened is because he was on the next week. Yeah, you know, it was preference. You know, I'm going to hear what I'm... Uh, you know. You're in a fucking Beatles. Three young guns. Like, you should check out the Beatles. <laughs> for real, though. They are, they are pretty fucking good. <laughs> Come on now. Only go up to 1979 for John and, and then up to 2000 for George. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, God. What did you guys think of each other when you met each other? He was a new guy starting comedy. I was like, I can't wait to see how Andrew hates him. 
Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought too. I thought Andrew hated me when I started. And he probably did. But like later on, I found out like, he, I guess he started warming up to me a little bit. Him, I mean, like, I hate to say it, but he's a nice guy. He's always been a nice guy. Why a, would you hate to say because that? Because he's a fucking dipshit. <laughs> no, no, no. But like Travis, for, like when you're a new comic starting, like, he's, he's a nice guy. Like whenever I would have bombs, which was a lot of them, like, you know, even now, but like, you know, fucking uh, when I started, Travis would come up and say like, hey man, like, you know, whatever. And I'd be like, okay, thanks. Like it helps. It helps. You know? So it's nice to be able to get that from like, you know, the uh, older comics in the scene. Like, you know, people who've been doing it for longer. So yeah, he was a great guy when I started. Yeah. And he's talking about older comics, not older people. Because get- as people go, I'm still in my 20s. Jesus well, how do you console someone after a bomb? You don't console. Uh, hey, you get them next time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no, I only do that when people do well. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you console people after bombs? No, I don't console people. I will, you know, I will, if I have something to be like, oh, try this out or maybe try this or like, hey, I want to say you're doing this. I thought of this. Do you want to, yeah. do you mind if I give you this thought? Because here's the thing. It's kind of, okay, it's kind of a cliche thing when you're new and hearing, you're going to learn so much from bombing. It's true. You're going to learn, you're going to just learn so much. Um, How do you learn from it? Like, I, I played it back with Matt. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so I bombed at Chris's room. <laughs> District 5 a couple weeks ago. It was a great show, too. Literally, literally everyone did great except me, including Rob. We were still riding off my momentum last week before. (laughs) That was a great show, by the way. That was a fun Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Literally have never felt good. I thought about you, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but everyone has those rooms. That's that's a goal. That's a a challenge is to do good. That teaches you right there. Yep. I can't bring the same energy and I can't bring the same style to every room. You can bring you, mm-hmm. yeah. but you need to bring an adapted you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the main things I learned from it. Was, you're answering your own fucking question. Well, that's true. I am. Was that I, what I think I went into it going, I never do well here. 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 And I think I was actually like delivering less, way less confident than I normally do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stop doing that. Stop going in thinking, you know, you can, but if, if you're going, cause it, the moment you say, think of it as like a specific place where I, I never do well here because it's here. Mm-hmm. Then you're yeah. setting yourself. If if you go into a show and be like, oh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Then there's that weird thing where you can turn it around. But if you go in and you go, I never do well here. You're confirming the energy in the room. Mm. Yeah, it's like a boxer going in like and ready to fight, and it's like I always get knocked out in the first round. It's nothing like you know, that. Yeah. But if <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're really modern day philosophers, Travis, guy who knows nothing about comedy. Uh, um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I bombed real bad. It was the first time I, I really felt real goddamn shitty. But that's good. really, really goddamn shitty after yeah. a set. Yeah. I'm like, I know, I remember. And you've yeah, done, I, done, I, try, you've done I tried consoling you because I could see you were teetering on the brink of death right there. But I, know. I had to go. Well, I went out. I got emotional, so I went outside and I, I did a block. I can't help it. No, no, no. It's not I that. Truly but can't like help. you, in what, like to go back to, yeah, you learn when you not bomb. Moon water. <laughs> <laughs> you learn when you bomb, but you're not going to like if you bomb once. It's not like you're going to learn. Old, it doesn't but, unlock the secret. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, you gotta why, bomb so many times. That's why I kind of laugh at it because I'm like, okay, I'm trying to learn. Like, and I did learn something from the first one. Um, some things, but you're gonna keep like because you're gonna. Hey, let me tell you something. I know. It's if you keep doing there. this, you're gonna bomb 
so many. I more think times. the reason and that good shows. I think the reason yes. it felt so. And that's not me like shitting on their show. No, it's no, no, a good it's mic. A mic. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like shows people yeah. have paid for to see. Oh. You're gonna eat it. Oh. The first time you get a corporate yeah. and like some oh, kind of. I'd never be booked for a corporate show. Yeah, but you know, Vaughn got booked for corporate shows and he's the filthies and he <laughs> wouldn't even try to adapt. <laughs> and, then, and then he's got a bomb so bad he leaves using my name. Nice <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Badass man. Did he bomb that time? That yes, he, said, he did. It was a construction show at the fucking casino. <laughs> he said, uh, he's like, he literally wrapped up with, okay guys, I've been Travis Lindsay. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> and then walked out. I wasn't even on the show. People walking away like, that fucking Travis Lindsay sucks. I mean, it's the most honest he's ever been because I've written half his shit. <laughs> but, you know. That's yeah. funny. Did but, you, did you, did, were you thinking of a particular time that you bombed that? That did, I, that I, what? Is, was there a particular time that you bombed that you really learned something from it? Every time. Every time? Every single time. Every single like, time? especially if I go up on stage and I'm doing something <sighs> new and it doesn't work. Typically, I do kind of get a sense of why it doesn't work. Like, I mean, you're always, you never go walk away from a bomb thing. If you walk away from a bomb and you didn't learn a fucking thing, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. you, you got to learn yeah. shit. You don't ever want to have those years where you yeah. bomb and you go, I fucking killed it. Oh. Oh. oh, there are some people. Even when I kill it. I and that's the point it. where I already have this thing where sometimes I go, am I mentally challenged? And I can't tell that people, you know, and... So like I'm literally like that with like comedy where I, where I see someone bomb who's been doing it for years and I go, is that fucking me? No. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> but I can think of who it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all the concern. I think no. there's people like <laughs> me and me and the the, the asses talk about this quite a shout out Albert and oh you have Jim. a new name now you went uh, from banana boys to the asses no no no, no. this is like, this is the whole group oh for there's, fuck's there's sakes. a group of us but uh, no no um, you uh, you uh, I fucking forgot what I was about to say no uh, I forgot again <laughs> <laughs> shit what were we talking about um, news oh like looking at someone and thinking is that me oh, am I doing people that people have different definitions of kills I find and it, it, like I'll watch somebody go up on stage and they'll, they'll have like a four out of ten. Yeah. And they'll walk off stage like they just fucking Murdered. killed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just and like it bugs the shit on me. Yeah, it bug it bugs me too. And I, I hate that it bugs me, but like I watch it and I'm like, you're not gonna get any better. If you think that that's like the uh, the gold standard right there, like for that joke, getting that laugh, you're fucking What about saying on, it was alright, I did okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine to do. And then it's and then you can still give yourself pointers off of that and go, yes. that's fine. Here's like I can make it from fine to great, whatever. Listen, you don't need to beat up yourself. I'm not saying being a fucking abusive father, you know, driving a kid home from soccer practice. Yes. But do go over in your head, have a discussion with whoever's driving that front seat and go, and what did we do wrong today? What can we do to fix it? Great. What did you like about it? Mm-hmm. I always try to, find, you know, try to find one redeeming thing in your set. And and then you can be critical. I'm not saying don't yeah, yeah, yeah. eat yeah, yourself man. a lot. You can eat, breathe, There's and a balance. sleep. This, yes, it's like, a balance. Yeah, you want because you like, especially if you have a good set. Acknowledge that you had a good like walk yeah. off stage and be like, you know what, like, I I did. Oh. What I, there's obviously stuff I can improve, but walk off stage and be like, you know what, I 
You know, because that keeps you going. You can joke about hating yourself, but you can't actually hate yourself. Yeah, don't and I hate it. breaking down that fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's what nothing, Matt, Matt and I were talking about this, too. There's nothing I love more yeah, than yeah, yeah. an old shove-a-gun-in-my-mouth joke. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> and then the trigger doesn't say boom. Uh, <laughs> Sarah puts a, a kid's helpline warning here on the phone number. Um... No, me and Matt were talking about that as well. But uh, yeah, the you, you, the audience can't think that you actually hate yourself. Yeah, they have to relate to you and go, "Oh, I, I can see, I relate to this person, and I can see why she might hate." Yeah, herself. didn't Vaughn have like a thing like that? He told, I think he told me one time where like he early on where he would go up on stage and he's super, he was super self deprecating, and then I think like it was like a pro or something. Like, like who, it was Hickey. I told the story. Yeah, yeah. I was, this was the first time I had met Vaughn. Vaughn yeah. was on stage. And in the first two minutes, two and a half minutes, he was getting last. But it was the same style of beating myself up. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fat. I'm fucking awful shins, and I'm gonna be dead soon. And, you know, <laughs> calling a, it a bit of a fortune teller. <laughs> uh, and you said you don't believe in them. Yeah, I, I don't. But that's you. Yeah, you eat enough fortune cookies. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And Kyle Hicken leaned over me and goes, "He'd be funny if he didn't hate himself so yeah. much." And, and that's the thing. It's it's, tough. You can be self-deprecating. You can't be self-defecating. You can't shit all over yeah. yourself. Yes. You can, you know, you can make jokes and like. Yeah, because the laughs then turn to. And yeah, actually, my uh, my you only fans. your own hype in any form, in any area, whether it's confidence or it's lack of. There is that fine line you got to walk or, you know, you, you got to acknowledge, hey, I am one pant leg at a time. Yeah, you can't yeah. be like I can't wear pants at all. <laughs> you can't. Holy you fuck! Gotta, you you know, like him right there. Holy shit! <laughs> it's like he came through, but <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! You channeled him so well. I wish he would channel his heart as well. <laughs> it is interesting seeing that shift, though, because I have a joke where I saw that at uh, the showcase. Oh, were you at the showcase? Were you at the showcase when I was up? I went Monday, but I wasn't there. I was there after you. You were there after me. I was supposed to be on Gus. My only time's joke was like two, one main punch and then a tag. Like the main punch normally gets laughs, which is like, it's Mm. like Avatar. Like once you've seen it once, you kind of get the gist. Mm. People tend to like that one. But then like when I do the tag, which is like, and seeing my pussy is like seeing Avatar and IMAX. um, You're going to have to pay extra for that, which sometimes gets laughs. But then I say, and it's also hard in the eyes. That's a joke that, like, I took what could have been a good moment and could have just stopped it there. Mm-hmm. And then people go, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. it goes from a laugh to a, oh, yeah. And I feel like you have a harder road as like, yeah, as a woman, obviously. I mean, this is um, a male dominated uh, industry. Well, it's a masculine it, it, thing it, to do. It is. Yes. Comedy. And the thing is. The good thing is you do bring more female eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, they are, they're a little more receptive now and it is getting to a point now where, you know, yeah. people are like, oh yeah, everyone's can be funny, whatever, whatever. And yeah, you know, that silly, dumb women aren't funny thing is dying off, but you are going to have an entire, and this is where it's working again. You have an entire generation of going, women are incredible. Women are amazing. They have no flaws. They're perfect things. Yeah. Yep. And guess yep. what? That's great. Walking down the street to go get some fucking milk <laughs> on stage being like, life is funny and we're all kind of fucked up. You're going to have all those people who have been taught to go. No, we just rally. We don't. Yeah, laugh. go girl. They don't uh, even know yeah. laugh with. 
Yeah. And that is the problem. There is a difference between laugh with and laugh at. Yes. And and you can make fun of yourself and still have people laugh with you. Yes, that's right. Because you going, oh, I'm acknowledging what's going on. You know, I acknowledge this and whatever. And it can be exaggerated. Just because you laugh with me doesn't mean it's 100% true. Uh, yeah. It's just, it just yeah. I'm being a silly goose. Let's all fucking laugh along. And it comes yeah. down to relatability. Now, I. Relate. Yeah. And I do have the benefit. And this is kind of where, like, a privilege comes in as a male. I can come in and be like, ah, when guys fucking, because even yeah. my best friend's like, hey, you fucking loser, limp dick piece of shit. <laughs> That's a person who loves me and would fight and die for me. Yeah. Yes. Girl, you yeah. don't have that kind of same thing. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. Unless you've left the room and they go, she's a bit of a bitch. I've, yeah, I've yeah. noticed that in my friendships, actually becoming closer friends with female comics and still having non-comic female friends. Oh my gosh, the non-comic friends don't know how I like. Mm. Like I'll say something, and it's it's just like not taken at all no, no. in the way that a comic would take it. No, I say the same thing to like you know Adrian, Alva, Kirsten, yeah. and like, and then we just start riffing on each other, and I'm just like, wow, this is wild. Like it truly is such an odd thing to do, and it's truly something that like you don't mm. get unless you do it, or yeah. if, if you love it and know a lot about mm-hmm. it, kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty wild. No. I In other words, I can be by. I feel like I can be my true, like unfiltered self with comedians versus non-comedians. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I do have a few friends where, like, you know, I can still be that way with, but mm. like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to be that way with my coworkers or anything like that. Oh but, no, yeah, no. yeah. There's definitely a different like. There, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, yeah. There's been a couple of times where like outsiders will come and hang out with me and like Albert or Kyle or something like that. And <laughs> they just, they cannot understand what the fuck is happening in that moment. No, they don't. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they don't. Especially like Albert, who is just like ruthless at times. Yeah. Albert's on 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. He's does a, the guy ever I, turn off? Yes, he does. And yes, sleep? he does. I got to tell you, I, I love him to yeah. death. When, when he looks talk- in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> But when you, when you, yeah. yeah, I love talking to Albert, just like, you know, straight one-on-one. He's, he's so fun. Yeah. He's a good guy, but he, he is a, he's a, what we call a joker. He's some joker, <laughs> yeah. that Albert. Yeah, that's right. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Alberto Coombs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So ask more questions. <laughs> well, Valentine's Day is coming up. Is, yeah. Well. How we feel about, I'm looking at you specifically. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. Well, well, he just got which, the night off. Which, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I My birthday's uh, on the 15th, so it's the day after, so I have something to look forward to. I never really cared about Valentine's Day. Well, you have for some sure. opinions on Valentine's Day, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for my very new bit, I tried it on Monday. Why don't you do it uh, here for us right <laughs> now? To try. I'm not going to do it. I have right. an ins- assumption to make about you with Valentine's Day. Here, Well, here's how I feel about it in a non-bit form. I just, yeah, I think it's an excuse for... Lazy relationships. I think if Valentine's Day is like your day, mm. you're not going to make it. That's <laughs> not going to be. You're not with the, your notebook. You know, yeah. you're 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 with someone for now. I think if Valentine's Day is a big special thing for you, you're in a shitty relationship. You need to get out. Yes, because uh, it is yeah. a get out of jail free card for people who are in bad relationships. It's a yeah, I treated you shitty the rest of the time, but look how I did on the day that we're scheduled in to behave. Like, that's not a good 
Yes. Oh, God, no. That's Relationship. I like, you know, and uh, not to be like, oh, well, I'm a romantic guy. I don't need Valentine's Day to be. But I, I think you should be trying on a fucking Wednesday in April. That's right. You know, you should be trying mm-hmm. in a fucking Tuesday in October. Mm-hmm. Like, it sh- if I c- have the opportunity to go, hey, I'm thinking about you. Life does get in the way sometimes, but I am. I'm here. Present. You're, you're, I'm present. You're a special person, yeah. obviously. Here's, here's the way I'm thinking of you. And it doesn't need to be a monetary thing. It doesn't need to be a physical gift thing. It can be the smallest gesture. And if it's a healthy relationship, a small gesture can go a long way. That doesn't mean rest on a small gesture. That means when you do do a big one, it gets a reaction of a big one. And when you do get a small one, it gets a reaction of a good one. Because you're trying and you're showing that you're thinking about this person. That's a good point. That is the thing. You just got to show that you're thinking about this. It's not. You're that... still gonna be getting Lauren's chocolate, though, right? Of course, I will. Yeah, of course, that's get, my I... assumption. I'm like, I'm like he he hates on it, but he's definitely. Still I got doing multiple gifts, right? <laughs> but you know, I got gifts, and we're gonna do dinner and that. But also, like again, it's like a month before our actual anniversary. So, like, that's our thing, because no one else has that thing. Mm. We have that. That is an actual special thing. It's not a fucking fill-in day for some invalids that can't get their shit together and actually celebrate each other. It's I I like celebrating our anniversary more, and I like celebrating the mundane more. And you know, I like being like, "Hey, I'm on my way to Daily Grind. Let me pop in. Here's a here's a fucking donut. You know, here's here's something. Oh, I'm gonna do like this weekend. I wanted to try, and it's it's going okay. But again, I'm not feeling like myself and I'm kind of out of it. Uh, we're trying to do like a little like fake New York weekend. You know, uh, she really misses, she went to New York a couple of years ago and she loved it and stuff. And I'm, so she had this really good Cuban sandwich in New York. So Friday I made Cubanos. Uh, we're going to do hot dogs tomorrow. Like, you know, like a New York city street dog. Uh, I'm going to find a way to get some other stuff. You know, we took the ferry to Dartmouth, uh, you know, New York ferry kind of stuff. So like, yeah, I don't think I need a day to tell me when to care about my girlfriend. Cause I should be worried. Honestly, I should be able. I should forget it when someone goes Valentine's Day. I should, I should go. Oh shit! Yeah, Valentine's Day is yeah, coming yeah. up. I feel the bigger because I spent the yeah. rest of the year doing uh, bigger Valentine's deal. Day Valentine's Day, Day is to a couple the worst relation. That's a good way. That's of why yeah, right. uh, comedian Jared Freed says, "Beware of birthdays, holidays, and vacations. If you put too much on those things, well, yeah, it's like, kind of like what person. you're saying. Yeah. Like if there's all this expectation and then they fuck up and then it ruins the whole thing. Yeah." Then that's probably not your right match. Because then, yeah, you're because carry- you're not feeling special, and you got to carry time. that for another 365 days. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like you have a bad set on a Monday, and you're like, that was my only set this week. Uh-huh. That whole week stinks until yeah. you get on stage again and redeem yourself. Yes, man, oh man, yep, feel that. Yeah, um, but yeah. <laughs> Anything about Valentine's? I had. A sh- I never celebrated Valentine's Day, even when I was in relationships. Like we, it was kind of like that. Like it was never a big deal. Like it was not a thing that we needed to do, you know. And those relationships did not work out. So yeah, 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 <laughs> clearly, yeah. that did not help. But I don't know. I got my birthday. Uh, I got the Valentine's Day show. I just never must shut up. I- well, there you go. There's your because you're literally going. But I do got this thing for me. I do. I'm fucking uh, fuck Valentine's Day, but I do got this thing uh, from me. That's why I can't be a father right now because I care too much about myself and not enough about anything <laughs> else. But uh, you're right. You're like I literally don't care about. I never cared about it. I just have my birth. If I didn't have my birthday after, then maybe I would care more. 
But now nah, I don't give what, a fuck. What's she doing for your birthday this year? Anything fun? No. But you see, your birthday has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Yeah. They don't coincide. I have respect. Dan, old Hendrickin. Hendrickin. For, for the layman. As his birthday, and then St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's right, because his Wait, birthday is the shit. same day as my buddy Mark. That's a shitty combo. So yeah. for, for Dan's birthday last year, he got a dead friend? <laughs> Pretty much. Holy that's, shit! Pretty much. That sucks! Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh my god. I'm sure he loves being reminded about it now. <laughs> I know he's watching. Oh, I'm, um, Dan. I didn't realize Dan's birthday was was then. Oh, That's you didn't wild. hear about Dan's birthday? 16th. Oh my Dan, god. Dan, 17th is uh, St. Patrick's Day. And then he. And uh, the 18th is the unlucky of the Irish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their biggest seller fucking went away. Yeah. Um,. So yeah, like I get why Dan would be like, I don't give a shit about St. Patrick's Day. It's my birthday. Yeah, because you go out and get drunk on both those things. Yeah, yeah. I don't even get you drunk. You don't from celebrate it. someone else's love on your birthday. No, I don't. Get and that's I will, and that's why you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Well, that, uh, that, that and I'm also single. There's but, <laughs> and you wonder how, why? How sad would that be if I celebrated Valentine's Day by myself? <laughs> what am I, Sarah McLellan? Women do it all. Wait, not just me. Women do it all the time. They do Galentine's Day. I was gonna say, yeah, they have Galentine's. You can have Alan's time with Albert. Me and Albert just sitting on his fucking stupid couch, yeah, <laughs> watching fucking Bruce Lee movies. Yeah, you want an espresso? He has a good espresso machine. That's why I brought that up. Of course he does. Look at him. <laughs> Shout out, Albert. We love it. Looks you. like he'd make a good cap. Oh, or something. He does. Oh my god! god of course damn he does. It. He, looks he was as good at comedy as he was at making cappuccinos. When you, when you look like you own a video store, and video <laughs> stores don't exist anymore, of course you're good at comedy. That's one person who I love how Albert carries oh, himself great. after sets because it's n- no different. If he does bad, he's the same. If he does good, he's he might have a little pep in his step. No, but like, not but entirely like he, true. I find that when he's not happy with his set, you can't really tell. Afterwards. Can. Oh, can you? Because well, we talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, no, no. We, we he he's bad. smart enough to know when something doesn't. And he'll be like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I guess I mean he doesn't want to get to him. You like, know, what he just said like, there, I've Albert. Seen... He said, "You're stupid, <laughs> but you're not so stupid. You realize when you stink." <laughs> <laughs> Albert, you really are weird. Um, <laughs> guy who doesn't know how to insult people. Anyways, I uh, yeah, no, he's uh, we talk about it all the time. Albert's a yeah. You don't let it get to you. You 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 let it get to you in a healthy way where you're just like ah okay like you know that didn't work or ah, i i was too uh i i didn't pause before i i i said that punchline right there or something like just little things like that but if you let it get to you and let it like you know fuck with your whole being Mm. it's uh, you know it's not healthy in my opinion Mm -hmm. i just don't think it is so yeah recognize what you did wrong recognize boom Mm -hmm. yes again bombing never feels good and sometimes doing good We'll get to a point where doing good does not feel good. Mm. That's like, um, well, because the night before I did the bomb, um, I did a really, like, a, what I felt like was a good set of beerlies. Yeah. And I, I remember catching myself, um, people in the show complimenting me and me going, oh, we got lucky. It was a good crowd. Mm-hmm. And I made excuses for doing mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I realized, like, that's not necessarily healthy either. That's like, not a great thing either. No, like, you know, acknowledge what you did. But also, too, like, I've heard beerlies can be tough. Like, that's what I've heard. Beerless can be brutal. It can be. People don't realize how good Beerless is right now. Yeah, uh, as I've said before, stories. As I've said yeah. before, Beerless used to be 
There used to be nothing worse than having beerless and yucks booked and knowing you're going to do yucks first. Because <laughs> you'd walk off of yucks feeling like a fucking rock star and going, oh, they're going to sign me tomorrow. <laughs> and then you go to beerless and you go, who fucking gave me brain damage on the way here? <laughs> Who hit you in the head with a bat? Because I just hit you. I know I hit you with the same shit, uh. but it's got to be coming out as fucking drool and gibberish Jesus. because nothing is working now. Man. And then you realize, yeah, these people are here to play pool and karaoke. They're not here for comedy. Mm. Your jokes are now good in front of people that want to hear it. The key is to make your jokes good in front of people that don't want to hear it. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's nothing better than being at a place like Oasis and having this table over here take a break from pool. And midway through your set, you hear them laugh. And you go, okay, I got something. Now I'm surfing. Now I'm in this wave. Let's fucking... And if you can do that consistently... Yeah, and if you can get that to a consistent point where you learn how to spin plates. Because that's all this is. It's spinning plates. It's your babysitting... (laughs) A hundred and fifty different fucking people. Oh my god! And it's, and it only it's only going to get harder. The quicker information can get to us is the quicker we need to be on stage, and it's funnier we need to be on stage because it went from when I started to being like, you might get a notification from Twitter, to like now you get a Facebook notification, a Twitter notification, an Instagram notification. You get weather updates. Boom, boom, boom. Your phone is constantly going, even when you have it off. It's still lighting up to let you know there's shit to look at. Like and news? It has news yeah, news and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So now when you're on stage, you're competing against all that stuff. And it's only going to get worse. It's going to get 10 years from now when people can just go and oh, tap their wild. fucking temple. And they get a complete CNN update on this side. And Jesus Fox News on this Christ. side so they can get some truth in the fucking middle. We are screwed. Like as com- We're going to have to be the most interesting fucking people on yeah. the planet. And unless we're all working on Steve Mackey's level, we're not going to be able <laughs> to hold a fucking candle to anyone. That's so wild. He's right. There's just too many things uh, that we're competing with right There's now. There's so many so distractions. Many distractions. And when a bar can't even turn off its fucking oh, TV God. for 90 minutes. We're already going up doomed because we're having our we're having the old screens displaying shit. Mm. And not just displaying, we're displaying different channels. Oh, man. We have the sports on this one. We have CNN on this one. We have Fox on this one. We have HLN on this one. Yeah, the volume's down, but they got the subtitles up, too. So as you're, like, talking about your fucking dick or your childhood, yep. people are going, Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And now they only need to do this, and they can do this, and then, again, 10 years from now. Top, top. And we're not even going to know about this, because they're the only one that's going to be able to see it or hear it. So we are... Uh, we're fucked. We're fighting a losing battle. Jesus. <laughs> it's it's not easy, but if you can find a way, like he said, to be interesting and to be able to capture people's attention and hold it, that's a big thing right there, too, is, like, if you start talking. Because oftentimes, like, you know, you might start a set, and people will pay attention to you initially, and then I've seen it where people are just like, all right, let's just move on and whatever. Yeah. You, have to, you have to intrigue them. They know within... 20 seconds. Yes. Whether or not I can listen to your cadence. Yes. I've, and that's a yeah. and that's a big thing. If they can listen yeah. to your cadence, if you don't come off sounding like every other asshole they've heard today or within oh. the last month, then you, you stand a chance. That's something I'm super aware and cautious of is like the stand-up voice because I found that like I'm something I enjoy about myself is the my delivery. I feel like I... 
I feel like I, I feel like I'm decent at delivery, but sometimes I can overact, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. far too much. Yeah, no, you know? there are totally people like, I hear, and I go, "Okay, you're doing a stand-up stand up voice. voice," and I've heard this, and I yeah, and then I turn it off even without even thinking. That's the thing. Even if people are trying to listen to it, they go, "It's familiar." And then they, they're off of you. I'm trying to be more loose. Like, I'm, I'm making a, a big point to try to be a little more loose up there and not so performative. Yeah. Um, and I really did well, try again, to do that at the showcase. I think for you, that is, yeah, getting rid of notes or whatever. Finding, like, <sighs> yeah, thinking yeah. thinking about a five that you know. Yeah. And again, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this from a point of, don't go into every set being like, I got to kill tonight. Mm-hmm. Go into every set going, can I be better than I was last mm-hmm. night? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing. Don't worry about the reaction you're going to get. When I have a new story to tell, and, and I've told you this, and I've and I've told Vaughn in that, is I usually go up and I tell the story 100% as it was. I don't add anything. I don't embellish anything. I don't try to add any kind of punchlines or joke. I just see what is the natural funny <clears throat> of this bit. Mm-hmm. And I know, for the most part, most of it's going to either tank or just, like, have people listen to it. Then I take it after I go, I go, okay, this got to laugh, this got to laugh, this got to laugh. Where can I add, where can I fill it up? Where can I juice it up? Where can I add some season? And then I will go and I'll try it with some embellishments. And then, you know, that's how I develop material. And that's how I find bits and that's how i learned to get people's attention and i think that is something that not a lot of people do is they'll either try to pump up a story right away or they will only tell the story as it was and not add anything to it that's a big thing too right there is when travis does that he's going into it knowing that chances are this is not going to get a lot of laughs you have to be almost comfortable like when you do it that first time where it's like, there's no embellishment. This is a story as is. There might be a lot of dead silence, whatever it is. Like you're doing it and you have to be comfortable doing that, taking that risk, being okay with, I'm okay not getting laughs on this because I'm trying to figure something out. That's right. There's a lot of comics I see go up there where it's just like, I got to get a laugh 10 seconds in. I got to get la- laugh, laugh, laugh. Like I need this to work. And they're trying so hard and the audience can see they're trying so, so hard. I think it's important to be able to like, especially when you're working on new shit, to go in there understanding, hey, this could bomb, but I have to be able to be comfortable with that, you know, and go back to the drawing board and come back and try to keep working on it. But like, yeah, that's something that like it took me a long time to get. I'm getting I'm just getting to the point where I'm used to bombing. Like like if I'm working on something and it's not working, just staying in the pocket. And like it's good. It's yeah, good you to need bomb. to. Man. It's you need I, to learn. I am. Um, you're taking chances. I, I kind of mentioned this with Matt. I'm kind of repeating stuff. Sorry, listeners. But I, I have been thinking about it a lot lately about um just being new and putting unnecessary pressure on yourself when you're a little essentially a little baby giraffe learning to walk yeah um so like for example like writing jokes for example um i'm friends with people who have been doing this a long time Mm. and i'm close with them so we all talk um and we talk about writing and there's like writing challenges like Uh write write this kind of joke Write a joke told this way. Yeah. And I've just been kind of saying, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to write whatever's authentic <laughs> to what I'm going through. And I don't know if I should be um, well, schooling myself so hard at this point so soon or not. You know? Hmm. Oh, wait. You're not no, on no, mic. no, 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 no. You, no. Uh, I'll, uh, Travis will say it and then I'll just translate it. Go ahead, Trav. It's. 
it's it's a weird thing (laughs) (laughs) because like like, he's also big on not jamming joke jams yes joke jams together has never been my thing i've always been someone who's like i need to come up with this on my own i need now i will listen to people tell me stuff afterwards but like I've never been someone who's like, oh, let's get together and kind of work through each other. I, I, I am someone who likes to find out my shit when I'm up there and I'm beaming. Because I don't like, you know, I like doing acting stuff and that, but I don't like acting up there. Yeah. I'm like, this is the one place I got to kind of be, uh, beamy. Yeah. And I feel like the, the, probably the best lesson I learned, uh, doing stand up is, again, none of this matters. I love that. I think about that all the time. Yep. You know, I'm especially like open mics and that. Like I tell myself, like none of this matters. You, Mm -hmm. you've done enough. This is you working on stuff. People aren't paying to see you. Yeah. People aren't gonna Uh, remember if you messed up. If you stuttered on it. This is where word. This is where I'm supposed to stink and suck. So when I do get paid hundreds or thousands of dollars, it's it's worth it. Yeah. And I and I've developed it. And to me, the second biggest lesson. Is like learning, like okay, comics do think I'm funny. They've seen the process. They know I'm funny. Don't let bombing eat you up. Yeah, like there's nothing worse than they let that fear get inside you because then you don't take chances and you don't work on stuff and you yeah. don't. So, like I said, when I work on stories and that, it's like, yeah, I don't care if it doesn't get a. <laughs> I know one. These people have paid maybe nothing to see me. So and I'm here to work on shit. This is nothing more to me than a brainstorm. And then two, the people that have seen me before have seen me do well. I'm at a place where if I bomb, it's not Travis is not funny. It's Travis was working on shit. Yeah. Travis was developing shit. Or yeah, he had a fucking off night. Off night. And who gives a what shit? What are your guys' thoughts on like because I know, like, like you messaged me after daily after District Five. I only did that because you wouldn't stop talking about how much <laughs> you bombed, and it started to annoy me. So I lied to you and said she it was wasn't that bad. Was but okay, it that was, was a lie. Oh my god, you fucking bombed <laughs> so badly. And I, by the way, I, I take Ombridge with like you know, uh, is that the Ombridge? Whatever the fuck it is. I saw you say uh, on issue. your your promotion, take issue with something you, you said go. on uh, Matt's pa- like the Patreon thing. We're like my first true bomb. I've seen you bomb true. Really? Yes. When? Dude, we all have. Again, Not there is a, there is a difference between a personal yeah. bomb and a bomb bomb. Yeah. Well, no, and that's true. maybe I should have said personal bomb. Yeah, yeah. True, true bomb. True. When I, when I mean by true bomb is is like I. I've definitely, yeah, I've definitely walked away from sets and gone, that was a bad set. Yeah, that's a bomb. I Is mean, like, a, that's a personal bomb. See, I, I take a At the very least, bomb. it's a personal bomb. Mm. And to me. Because I, if I walk off set and I'm just like, that was bad, mm. I fucked this up. Yeah. Like, it could be one thing that to me is just like, that's a personal bomb. I guarantee you, whatever your bomb is, whatever your bomb is, I've had worse. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you're 12 years in right now, and you've yeah. bombed, like you said, on real shows. On real shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, like, ones that aren't important, I've, I've fucking... There's a show that I've done almost 10 years ago <laughs> that I still think about. Is this at Humber? This is at Humber. <laughs> yeah, you told this me about this. You, you, I'm going to go pee real quick. You told yeah, me Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you the Humber one. I'm, I've probably told it on here, but literally it was the... Had I've only been doing it... 
under a year, you probably wouldn't be talking to me right now. I probably would have stopped doing comedy. It was that bad. I signed up for a town show. It was called Humber's Got Talent. It's when I lived in Ontario and I was going to school for comedy. I didn't realize there was a North Campus and a Lakeshore Campus. Lakeshore is where I went to school. I accidentally signed up for the North Campus, which is not like an arts school. So it's very straightforward. You know, liberal, we're going to be lawyers and change the planet and healthy shit. Unfunny fucking people. I go all the way to North Campus, which is like a two-hour bus ride, to go do the show there. I'm on stage. I'm literally not doing anything offensive or it's the most mild shit you can picture me doing. Literally, same old, you know, my dad was black, my mom was curious, whatever, boom, boom. <laughs> Open up with that shit. Ooh. Offended. Fucking brutally offended by these light softball jokes. What makes it worse, I had a booked show that night. I'm literally doing this dead silence in the cafeteria. There's people up above watching me midway through my set. I do a punchline and I just hear a guy go, man, just leave. (gasps) I literally have a guy being like, and just throwing the towel. You're already dead. Could have went two ways. Could have walked off. I said, nah, fuck this nigga. I'm a dude. (laughs) Five more minutes. And I did it. I I did it and I ate shit and bombed and went and did my show that night and was like, that was good. Literally had a... You did it good on the second one? Oh, on the real show? Yeah. At this fucking liberal bullshit college? No, I did horrible. I did the whole... I didn't move on at all. I didn't get any closer to my 500 bucks. But uh, I did that and as I was getting judged, a woman said the exact same thing that my high school guidance counselor said to me. She goes... Maybe comedy's just like a, a fun hobby for you. Oh, fuck. And I thank her <laughs> for saying that. Just like I thank my high school guidance counselor for saying that. Because now I had two motherfuckers that I guarantee I'm going to prove wrong. And I know had I had just started comedy and I had that one guy go, man, just leave. I probably would have stopped that day. I've never had anything cut deeper. Jesus. And I've had some brutal shit said to me about my own family, about my dead best friend. I've had some brutal shit. Who said something about Andrew? Nothing. But, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like normal mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. That I've had some, you know, stuff hurt. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. had things actually hurt. Yeah. But I know in that moment, had I had just started comedy, that would have been like Ooh. uh nail in the coffin. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It feels terrible. I'm done. Yeah. And just leave is like, is the most, if you go, you suck, great. I can go, he thinks I suck. But someone going, man, just leave goes, dude, I'm feeling for everyone oh here. Oh my God. Jesus. And that was the most brutal fucking bomb of my life. So when I hear people go, oh, I bombed. <laughs> Did ya? you? You yeah, had a rough so, set. It's so personal. It's such a personal. I had nine eleven on my fucking doorstep, <laughs> and it was my day off. Like it was <laughs> two shows in one night. I was so excited, and then and I literally before I went on was talking to someone who was doing their first set that day. 
Like, like, yeah, I'm here. I go to school for this, but like, I, yeah, I wanted to get into comedy. I'm like, oh man, I've been doing it a couple of years. Watch me. Oh God! Stop! I guarantee they're not still doing comedy. Yeah. Um, I do also find that having doing it for friends or people you care about in the audience is like recipe for disaster. I never do as well. Uh, well, I hate I it because f- I I do well, <laughs> but then I know why I did well. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, yeah, my friends saw me. Yeah. They like me. They're gonna laugh. <laughs> I know they heard this before. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm like, whatever. No. I I want strangers. <laughs> I I relish strangers yeah that's the best truly oh yeah yeah making people you don't know who owe you absolutely nothing yeah like, like non-encouraging non- laugh they, they're just laughing because no, legit because what they, you're saying is funny exactly yeah and i know for yeah. sure because i'm like you have no ties to me that's why i don't like it when um people say uh don't worry i'll be there and i'll laugh no hmm. don't it's, say that to people worst. Yeah. Laugh when it's good. So, you know, just just you could say, "I'll be there to support you." Yeah, but don't don't promise a I laugh. I don't want anybody. No, no, I don't want any. Again, like <laughs> said, like contest and tapings. Yeah, that's what I want people. Contest like. and tapings. Like that's real, a good rule. Real things. It's yeah. a good rule. You know, things where it matters. Yeah. 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 You know, things where it's points where it's like, yeah, I know this stuff works on a guaranteed level, but if I can lighten the load and that pressure. Then yeah, if you know me, come see the shit. Come laugh. If I'm in the contest, come laugh. It'll help. But like, yeah, a regular show. I don't want you there because it's not going to help me. Especially if you're working on something. Yeah. 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 You want me to? You want to watch me learn to play an instrument? In front <laughs> yeah. of you? Like no. Like I'm trying to figure out this fucking. That's song. the thing. Yeah. A lot of our practices seem like recitals. Yeah. 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 You know, like a lot mm. of, like, oh, you're doing a show here. Can I come? No. Because, yeah, I'm doing a show here, but this is my practice show. Yeah. This is my warm-up show. If you don't need to pay to get in, stay the fuck away, please. They also, but they don't get that, too. And they also don't, uh, like, because when they hear, like, you do stand-up, or we do stand-up or anything like that, they think, like, ah, oh, it's luxury. And then they show up to Oasis, and they're like... Uh, UFC 100 <laughs> happened 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not, they yeah. don't, like, they'll come and they're like, I thought it would be something. It's like, no, this yeah. is like, you're watching me at, like, this is an open mic. Yeah. You're watching us trying to work out. New, you're not coming to watch, like, a good show right now. You're not. It might be a good show, but chances are there's going to be a lot of bombs, you know? One day you can come and watch, you know, fucking what's his face at Yuck Yucks or something like that. But in the meantime, <laughs> don't get your hopes up and don't ask me to come to Gus's. You know what I mean? I've been thinking a lot about this lately too, like the new and old jokes, because like I use that terminology and people literally laugh in my face and they just go, "Nothing you have is old." No, 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 Um, it might be old to you. But then I say, like, this is actually the only way I can distinguish my jokes (laughs) by saying, like, I I consider like the old ones, like ones I did in the summer, ones I started with, ones that like, like the jokes that I sprinkle in. You know, when I'm even trying new stuff, because I know they they work. Like, I consider that old jokes to me. Yeah. But I know that they're still f- fucking Yeah, they're new, new jokes. They're still new Which jokes. Which is so they're, wild. They're under yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're, like, how many months have you been doing it minus, like, the last the lockdown? So it would have been, because when... Okay, so I started July literally August. the last yeah. week of July. Yeah. Last week of July. Okay. So that was... August, like, September... 
October, October and November. So six four. Months. Six months. Holy no, shit. Six, February seven months. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. You're still. I'm yeah. still pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, still can fall down the stairs gotta, like, and lose the baby. You gotta dock like a month because <laughs> yeah. of fucking second lockdown. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. So, so okay, August. Let's count August yeah. as a full month. August, September, November, October, November. November. Then we locked down. Yeah. So, extended December, January. So I'm like, yeah, right. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's you're still an idiot. Gave bad. That's news. wild. Where <laughs> the fuck has time gone? That's insane. It feels uh, like I just started. Like. Uh, time truly does fly. <laughs> does it? <laughs> I've been living quite a long twelve Total, years. I mean, for us though, in particular, like how many how many months did? Because it was like half of March, April, May, June. June was when it came back. Late June. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, two months after that. Yeah. So March is like when we went into lockdown. April is when I did the New Scotland show. Yes. And yes. then I probably didn't do something till the end of May, maybe early June. Yeah, because I, I know I Oasis. Came, back, I was doing backyard stuff. That's right. Soon. And Oasis was the first mic that came back on June 23rd. See, I was very fortunate because, like, yeah. yeah, you know, I had lawn laughs and idea. I had New Scotland. So, like, I had time off, but I didn't have time off like everyone else. No. Uh, which the other truly benefited me and, like, was, like, you know, like a gracious thing. And it's interesting that. We, uh, so what kind of, during those times, like during that month of no shows, are you guys writing? Like, how are you still working on stuff by not working on stuff, um, so to speak? Like, I'm what is writing it? some days. Other days I'm going, I don't know how to do this anymore. I'm not going to know how God. to do this anymore. Yeah. I've, I've gone 12 years and now I'm back at square one. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how I'm supposed to say any of this shit. And then you do your first show back, and you're like, oh, wow, okay. It's kind of like riding a bike, you know? Yeah. Some stuff I'm missing. And then you do show two and three, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm getting it. Like, even tonight, it's been only, like, maybe a week since I've done any kind of mic. And, like, between that and, like, not feeling like myself, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. It's just so I'm funny to me. Because with you, <laughs> it's, it's so literally weird. a switch. Like, it's literally someone did this. <laughs> For people that don't know, Sarah just turned, turned off her fan and turned and it back on. Turned it back on for dramatic effect. Yeah. It's very good for the podcast. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but literally, this guy over here, fucking quiet, like in his head beforehand. And no, like. And like, and then, bam, he's in. <laughs> literally, <laughs> the other night, like, I had woken up in a panic being like. I've lost everything. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. I feel like this is I'm so fucking, common. Yeah, no, it's I, so I suffer big time from like imposter syndrome. And anytime oh, I get buddy. anything, I'm like, oh, this is not, uh, they're going to find out real quick. I'm not what they think I am. And, you know, I hate it. I wish I didn't have that because I love not? what I do. I don't know. And if they do, I, I, I want to know. I want to know what their secret is, and I want to know how good they are. And I'm sure I'd look at them and go like, oh, "You shouldn't have it." <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a big part of me that like literally goes like when I got hired. It's February fourth. So this airs a week before I started. Twenty two minutes as a writer. Um, uh, yeah. I uh, yeah, I go. They don't know what the fuck I'm doing. They're gonna learn so bad how bad I am. They're not going to think I'm funny. 
But at the same time, I go, I've faked it this far. Am I just not the fucking talented Mr. Ripley? And I can <laughs> bullshit my way through my entire life? When when can you change that to, I'm actually very talented and I worked hard to get here. And When I have a friend who's at least a decade younger than me, who I take all my jokes from, <laughs> and then I die <laughs> before I'm supposed to, oh, then I'll God. go... <laughs> The kid was all right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Do you get imposter syndrome? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I think uh, I, I would have Yeah, but that's to... when he's watching a guy shave Don't Air Me. <laughs> he's like, that should be me. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't use machines. We don't use... We use real knives. You know, uh, the machines are sacrilege. Oh it is. It's a real God. thing. Um, w- yes. Imposter syndrome, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's probably the same way. Like, I'm sure when you walk off stage sometimes after a kill, you're like, I'm the baddest motherfucker here. Like, you know, you'll walk off and be like, yeah, I'm great. And then other days you'll feel like I'm nothing. You know, like, I have that, too. Like, I'll walk off stage after a great set and think, like, you know, fucking, like, you know, I'm ready for Conan. Like, which is not true. But, like, you'll walk off stage and you're like, I can do this. And then other nights or even when you're not on stage, you're like, yeah. enough days will pass and you'll be like, I don't know how to write a fucking joke anymore. You know, especially if like it's been like a while since you put pen to paper, which during the lockdown, he actually kind of like, you know, got in my ear after Sam and I had that Mm -hmm. like that little podcast, whatever that interview thing that I did with Sam. It's a uh, oh yeah, is uh, Miss Texas, which is such a great I name. Love, he needs to make that a podcast. But it's a great title. We were talking about it, and uh, yeah, talking about journaling, and oh, uh, okay. yeah, Travis messaged me after. And said some very, uh, I'm not going to say some of the words that he said in the chat because uh, I don't want to get canceled or anything like that. What, but, what uh, was it? He said, nigga, start writing shit down. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? That's literally like, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he opened with. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> no, but he's like, no, no, but he was just like, you got to like, if you like, even if you're not writing, like write a th- like whatever thoughts you're having that day mm-hmm. just to keep. And Sam does the same thing. And I do that. I don't write it fully out. But if no. I have a weird thought. Like, uh, I had... You know how fucking pumped I got when I was like, I talked to my Korean Uber driver's GPS. I got so excited. Right? And I was like, here's something new I can say. Yeah. Here's so- And something real I can say. Here's something that literally just... Ha- I love those moments. Me too. Happened so when, when I got I laid realized, recently. When I realized they've been like three <laughs> or four months, and this motherfucker's like... I wasn't that I wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't trying to write but it's like you're right but like and and look since like you told me like I write down little thoughts like I'm never not it's nothing but it's like I'll have like a little feeling it's not even a premise it's just like a feeling I had in that moment right like where I'm just like I'm fucking uncomfortable and then I just write it down I'm never not uncomfortable and then like I'll come back to it later and then a lot of times in those thoughts I can go through a bunch right now that ended up becoming jokes no new jokes i love where that it's great like you know it helps to keep your brain active you know you got to keep that shit going you hear this you hear what this go- <laughs> hey man hey he, hey he tells me jump i say how high yeah, that's it and i'm younger than him <laughs> that's right let's let's not let that but you look yeah, so much older. because i've been doing it longer <laughs> at the a most higher level stable relationship in my life is the one i have with my tits nice that's right that's a great start off point yeah that's a great jumping off point here you go uh, ladies night only joke, which is about labias. Okay. So you're going to tell us about all your jokes. Uh, which is, I don't know if this will <laughs> make the stage on Tuesday or not, oh, go for it. but it's like, hey, hey, hey. it's Shoot like, it's like, uh, 
Uh, women like we're, we have to love our vaginas now and i'm almost there but like do you know this phrase one bad apple ruins it for the bunch mm-hmm. I do know the yeah phrase. i do know the phrase <laughs> but what, do you think uh, your pussy is ruining all vaginas one as bad a labia is ruining it for the bunch oh that's okay. a hilarious premise yeah go for that it's a good premise but maybe yeah <laughs> Chris was gonna say, but maybe ditch it all. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, for a second, I was just like one bad apple. I mean, but yeah, yeah. Then when you explained the labia, part, yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 no, yeah. Like, I thought I'm kind of going for like I really want it to be an any, but like it just one labia had to ruin it for me. Yeah, yeah. like I was so close, but the, it's like it's only gonna but be like a now it's thing. like bobbing for crab apple. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's there's something there. I might try that. It's but that's a joke that like I wouldn't. I would only do that at a ladies' night show. No, for sure. Uh, you try on any night show maybe yeah if, if i get my head with shit like if you're that writing it off right away mm. then fuck I the show it is yeah i don't know make it uh, make it some shit that works on any show um jamie fox literally goes to like the whitest area and does the blackest jokes and then he goes to the blackest area and he does the whitest jokes and whatever works in between those two shows is what becomes his fucking hour. Chris Rock goes to like retirement centers and just reads off his ideas. Yeah. And then he adds Chris Rock to those bits once they start working as mundane shit in a retirement home. Jay Leno kind of did something similar where he would <laughs> like when he was working out his mom. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> God forbid. Where he would like he would work out his monologues. He would go down to like whatever uh, bar, club, whatever it is, and he would say it, but he would say it flat. Yeah, just like let's just say it as is or whatever. And oh, fucking what story did I hear recently? Oh fuck! I think Sam Morell was saying he was talking to Jay Leno. This was something fucking interesting, mm. especially when Jay Leno was starting comedy, where he would um, essentially because there wasn't a lot of mics around. What he would do was he would go to bars, he would go to strip clubs, all these places, and he'd go up to them because he needed stage time, and he'd be like, "Listen, here's fifty dollars, okay? Let me go up on stage." I'll do 30 minutes. If I do well, I get my 50 back. If I bomb, you keep the 50. You didn't lose any money. Like, you know, can I do it? And that's the way he would get up on stage. That to me was such a fucking cool story. I was Damn. Like, Damn man. And apparently he was like, back at that time, like everybody loved him. That's like, what yeah. strippers do. Strippers Let have to pay to strip. Apparently a beast. What? what? Yeah, strippers pay to strip. Like, if you're a stripper, <laughs> you pay for your spot. You ain't a good stripper. <laughs> I hate to tell no, you. Honey, you're being oh, fucked. Dude. This is uh, how strip clubs work like you it's the similar thing like you pay so much to get your slot of the night that's not and it's good, up to you that's not a good strip club right there it's most strip clubs yeah mark yeah. My i went to words. a i went to a bad strip club in montreal one time this is how you know you're in a bad strip club when they start off with an apology when they jerk off chris left who, who they start off with an apology she comes and she's just like i'm sorry and then she starts yeah yeah, yeah. wait 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 this like happened. on stage like right no before? this is a private dance have you ever talked you about had this? a private dance no no. Why don't you fucking talk about the, this? Because it just... Sp- no, 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 no. Because it literally came back to me just now because we were talking about strip clubs. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in my cerebellum there, Trap. Listen, I don't give two shits about strip clubs. I know every strip club story right. I have off the back of my head. Oh, dude. It's crazy how much comedy is in your life if you really think about it. Yeah. If you really go back to oh, like... so we're done talking about what I was talking about. <laughs> no, we're talking about it more than we ever <laughs> have. Go on. What was Okay, so you had a private dance? Anytime... 
a stripper apologized before she started stripping. Oh, to dude, you. it was so bad. It was just like I've we, had shows where I went like, "Listen, I'm sorry, guys." This was exactly what it was. Like, but I had to do twenty minutes to pay. We went to this place, and it, the reason why we went to this place was my friend was just like, "These are cheap dances." Because yeah. like you would go, and there was other places where you pay twenty dollars per dance yeah. per song, and this one was like five. Yeah, and then that was it's a like red the flag. fiver of strip clubs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's good that's good and we went in there and like she like comes up to me because like i'm sitting down nobody is asking her anything she's not got so then she eventually comes up to me she's like do you want a private dance and i was just like what the hey so like we went in there <laughs> what the <laughs> hey have you ever been less looked- turkish in your hey, can i ask a question did she look like a little like she looked a little rough yeah, well, she didn't look like Scarlett Johansson, dude. Like, she didn't... She, How many sets deep? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. She was a nice person. She was very nice. Uh... <laughs> Shut up! I can say that about some comics in the scene. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nice, they're great! That, 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 when you, that's like... It was, what, so what are, what's their comedy like? Well, they're nice people. They're great they're people. Nice. They're so are, are, are you friends with them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, and it literally, like, we were about to start, and she could tell, like, I was, like, kind of whatever, and then she goes, look, I'm sorry, ahead of time, and I was just like, it's okay, and then she finished up the dance, I, I paid for six songs. <laughs> what? Cause well, I, I mean, five bucks a pop, hey? I felt bad. Boy, oh, boy. 30 bucks, six. big spender. <laughs> Three songs is, is nice, six songs is Overkill. pretty, and she knew it. Dude, she, well, no, she, well, she probably did. Because that's why I did it. I felt yeah. bad. I, w- I was just like, look, obviously. <laughs> Six times she apologized. I, she made me either. If that was like a tactic to get me to pay more, it worked. Because I felt bad for her. That's why like I was afraid. It wasn't. To- <sighs> I can go home being overpaid for funny jokes. Yeah. Which you are. You can't go <laughs> home overpaid for look at my naked body. <laughs> you can only be like, yeah. this is insulting. Yeah, I don't want to insult He's him. paying to keep me away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She uh, she finished off the dance, though. Like, I shouldn't have an extra 10 for each kid I've had. <laughs> oh, God. I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> She's in Montreal. <laughs> She had like a fake accent. I think she was trying fake? to. I think it was oh. fake. Like I think her name was Tatiana or something of like that. But of course it was. Jesus, yeah. I think <laughs> Tatiana. Like I mean, like really, come up with a different name. I remember Grand Theft Auto Four. Hey, fucking love that game. Ooh, I Nico love... Bellic. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And then we finished up because, like, when we were done, she was just like, "Are you sure you want to keep going?" And I was just like, "Are you sure you want?" Oh, no, no, no. And I was just like, "I think I gotta find my friend." And she goes, okay. Um, what do you do while you're getting dance stuff on? Just get off. You can stop. Do you make, what do you do when you're getting danced on? Like, I almost puked on a stripper. Really? Because I thought I was related to her. <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ. I have a, I have a borderline, a borderline racist um, no black chicks rule because my dad was a fuck around. Right, you're uh, never really so sure. I'm always, you're never really I'm sure. Always, I got a cousins everywhere. Um, <laughs> That's and I went crazy. to Toronto. I went to the House of Lancaster. Hey, uh, where for like night. five dollars, you will literally get a tit in your mouth. House <laughs> of Lancaster. House of Lancaster. One of ma- in multiple Toronto. in Toronto. Um, I had a friend buy me a dance from again. Bad sign. A mixed stripper <laughs> so as a mixed person myself i'm like we're in ontario this can't be so she starts dancing as she's dancing she's like uh, so 
That's where you're from, Daddy. I'm like, you don't gotta, Daddy, please. Uh, I go, uh, I'm I'm from uh, Hel- like Halifax. I always say Halifax mm. just because it's what people know yeah. better than Sackville. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Nova Scotia. And I was like, yep. They're Shut up. Radius. And she's like, <laughs> I'm from Nova Scotia. <laughs> and I'm like, no shit. And she's like, yeah, daddy, here you go. And she like pulls out her ID, oh. covers her name, her real name. Oh, shit. And then shows me the like Canada's Ocean Playground. <laughs> and I immediately go, hmm. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, look at my cousins. And I, like, I literally just got up and fucking... Hurled all over the goddamn It's like show. the crying game. Yeah. Oh my That's God. I wish. I wish it was a dick. If it was an unrelated dick, I'll take it a re- an unrelated dick oh to a related God. pussy That's any right. day of the week. Oh, man. Nothing like a good old-fashioned. I'm not even going to finish that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's better the pussy That's... you don't know than the dick you do know. Hey, you know, That's I'll... That's uh, insane. Um, yeah, no. Strip clubs are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Are they interesting? Well, I mean, that one time, I, well, I mean, it wasn't the first time I went, but like I went that one time and yeah, no, no, no. I remember when we finished up, she was like, uh, she apologized again. She was just like, I'm sorry if I made you feel like you needed. I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. And she goes, for what? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> And that was it. She was just like, okay, well, you should probably find your friend. I'm like, well, it's great. And I reached out and she was just like, I tried to shake her hand and she's just like, you don't need to do that. I'm like, okay, cool. And that was it. That was it. It was a good time. What do you, what do you do as a guy when you're going to lap dance though? Like, do you, you stand there? Do you make eye contact? What do you do with your hands? What you, you give them, you go, what, what's the situation? I mean, honestly, you just go, I hope my dick is responding properly. Yeah, but you don't but, say that. But you don't say that out loud. Yeah, you don't say that. Out loud. Wait, do no. you want it to respond or not to respond? You want it to be yeah. as is, aware. Yeah, but not happy to be there. Really? It's literally. Yeah, of course you don't want to be fucking fully erect because then you look can like you, a can fucking. Can dudes control that though? What the hell? No, you can't. But okay, you can. You, I think you can get yourself in the mindset of like, I don't want to be too excited to be here. I don't want it to be like you're in control. I want it to be like, hey, we're good either way. So you want it. Full. I'm very familiar of this type of bar. Yeah. I've you banged want, many of them. Yeah, you want it. You want it to. Hard enough. It's hard enough. Acknowledge the nudity. <laughs> yes. But not be too eager to get on stage. Treat my dick like a headliner. Hey. It can perform when it needs to. But let the people know it's ready. I like and that. that's how you go. <laughs> See God now, I, I take a different, I take a different approach where I'm just like I'm fucking ten hut. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course, because they're ready to leave at any moment. They're ready to leave at any moment, and it's just like you can't, you gotta stay. I yeah, you gotta this. get well to go. Well, the going's good. <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, you're I, a lawyer. <laughs> Oh uh, no! Uh, yeah, no. Strip that's cl- wild. Yeah, I, it's not like I've gone to a bunch, but anytime I've gone to Montreal. Uh yeah, me and uh my buddy would go and it'd be fun except for that one time where we went to that. One I place. hate location specific dirtbagness. Ah, uh, dude, isn't that just fun? be a piece of shit. Where can I be a piece of shit though? <laughs> Anywhere. There's nothing left. You can do it, Montreal. You can do it. I'm sure you can find PEI. Dan will hook you up. Is Angie still a thing? <laughs> What's Angie's? What is Angie's? Wait, 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 wait. Angie's is that not the name of the strip club in New Brunswick? 
How old are you? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, in New Brunswick. I thought you meant here. <laughs> okay. Like, it's like, like, you know, fucking uh, strip club back in the 80s that was big when you were in high school. <laughs> Angie's. You want to go to Angie's. <laughs> Angie's doesn't sound like a place you want to yeah, go. I know. Because who was it? Was Vaughn talking about wanting to go there to There was do, one above a punchline or something, wasn't there? And, oh, that's what it was. Punchline's had one. He wanted to go to the strip club. Which we didn't end oh, up going to. Poor guy. God. Um, no, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Not even a tease. Don't you might have died tease. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's my ride home. So. <laughs> so I gotta look out for number one. Eh, yeah. Jeff? That's A, brother, from your lips to God's here's, ears. Here's a weird question. Go Do you ever. Okay, and this is like cheesy, but like. And I'll, I'll ask it to both of you, but mostly this is for Travis. Do you ever talk to Vaughn? Um, out loud? Not often. I have my moments. Um. Weird thing to ask, I know, but no, it's not a weird thing to ask. It's it's a personal thing, but I am fine answering it. Um, occasionally, not often, more for him than me. Hello, oh, me. Me. <laughs> that's see, that's a weird sign. That um, was, that was like very strange. Possession of that cat. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have moments where you know, out of how he saw the world. Where I go, you know, once you're dead, you're dead, whatever. And then there's how I want to see the world. Yeah. It's not how I see it, but it's how I want to see it, that there is something <laughs> after this. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there's, I don't, I, you know, it's been eight years and I'm not okay with never hearing or seeing from my great grandmother again. I'm not, it's been almost a year and I'm not okay from never seeing or hearing from that dummy. And I will cherish any moments where me and Dan wear the same fucking shirt. Yeah, it happened tonight. They both wore boys club. Yeah, and it was not, (laughs) we had not discussed it. So I like, I like to assume in those moments on one sense that like this idiot was was like, I was wrong. (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) And, and I get a joy out of that from a sense of one day being reunited and also one day just being like, (laughs) <laughs> you miserable fuck. I know you hated this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have those moments where, you know, I would like to think there is something after all this. Um, If there's not, then I'll never know I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. Which is like I, yeah, what such a good way I take solace in. And that's what I would tell him. I go, listen, I'm not saying I am an atheist, but the fact that I'm not means like I'll never know if I'm wrong. If I'm if I am right and there's something good. If I do find out once this ride's done, it's done. Mm. I don't know, mm. and I'll never know. Mm-hmm. But at least I'll have that hope that like, mm-hmm. hey, buddy, I'll be like, you see raw thirty years ago, <laughs> and that's good enough for me. That's good. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So I will never force my views and my opinions. And in a perfect world, I will die and I'll be able to see that idiot. <laughs> I'll be able to see my great grandmother. I'll be able to wait for Lauren if I'm. Ah, ah, you know, I, I know. Lord knows. Let's, know. let's, let's hope she goes uh, long after. <laughs> you. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, I know for sure. And for me, mm-hmm. Mindy will be waiting for me on a shit-covered rainbow bridge. <laughs> this is the thing. 
I feel like pets though yeah. don't have a personality, and then a friend dies and then takes over it. Yeah, that one hundred percent is the big cat right now. See, yeah, the cat just eating, not willing to offer it up to anyone. <laughs> Wendy, can I have some of that? Can I eat some of your food? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Think about, Think about <laughs> it. I did it before the showcase because I felt so shitty about my uh, my bomb. Yeah, I was I was like not feeling confident. I just like yeah, you mean the bomb you had at District Five? Yeah, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> That cat wouldn't look at you. I, uh, I was Kidding. just like, Vaughn, can you just can you can you can you be there with me tonight somehow? I like can you just I don't know. I was just like kind of talking to him. How was it? I didn't even get to ask you. How was your showcase? I really liked it. I <laughs> fucked up my first joke right away, like almost instantly. <laughs> nice, nice. And I literally said on the stage, I fucked that up, and, and Martin laughed That's a good. bit. That's yeah, uh, and then I just rolled forward, and the rest was great. But I yes. I, I like to think that that was Vaughn just being like. Here you go. Well, that was like here's a little mess up, and then the uh, one moment I I 100 percent was like, (laughs) "Are you there? Can you let me know?" Uh, Is was like a couple days after he had died. That's right, the wire song. Yes, Uh, and I was like, "Can you just fucking let me know there's something?" Um, if there is, and then of course I ran into Paul Dusset, who was like. Oh, there is nothing. <laughs> Which is like still a great way. Thank you for showing me, bud. <laughs> but then to be like, hey, man, do you want a shot? Yeah, I'll do a shot. And then the fucking Wire theme song starts playing. Which is like, yeah, which is one of Vaughn's favorite yeah. fucking shows. Yeah, I think that was his number one. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, uh, Paul just says, like, you want some Jameson? McNulty. <laughs> that was his fucking shot of choice. Yeah. Right? So I was yeah. like, okay. You win this round. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And if it's nothing, and if it's pure coincidence, great. But I'll never know. And I love that. I love that I'll never know. Whether that was just to make me feel good, or if it was something real. And if it was something real, good. I'll be able to cherish it for eternity. If it wasn't, I get to go into it thinking it was something that will last for eternity. And that's what kind of keeps me sane and normal and not feeling shitty. Yeah. You know, I can never not have that thought that like, oh, I'll never see my great grandmother again. Or someday I'll never see. One time will be the last time I talk to my great, my grandmother. That will be. Yeah, that's impossible for me to comprehend. Mm. And I'm okay being wrong as long as I believe I'm wrong. Mm. Because I'm not hurting anyone else. If I die having these thoughts, it's not going to fuck up anyone else. I literally go, this is how I see the world. This is how I'm going to exit it. If I exit it this way, great. If not, then cool. And it's fine that that is the most common choice and reason and thing that makes the most sense. Cool. But I'm okay with that. Would you rather know when or how? That's a question to both of you. When uh, would you rather know when you're gonna die? Age and exactly when. I don't um, care how I die. Uh-huh. I do. I would rather when. I would rather when. How much time do I got left? It's just like yeah, you're like up on stage. How much time do I got left? <laughs> okay, let me figure out how to close this fucking set. <laughs> oh, That's I basically like that. it. Yeah, yeah. So I really like, like yeah, that. like how much time do I got left in this life? I don't okay. Know either. You don't. You don't want to know either. I don't want to know either. I don't want to know how. Because then I'll never be able to spend time focusing on enjoying the when. And if I know when, 
I'm never going to be able to fully concentrate on like the how. I so I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Mm. But yeah, I don't want to know when because I don't want to be like working on some magical set that I leave on. And I don't want to know how because I don't want to be knowing and working on some magical set. On when I, because that's where I'm coming from yeah. on both sides. That's true, but ideally I would run. rather neither either. But if if I was faced with the choice, I would go with when over how. Like you know, with when is good. Yeah, I know myself enough to know I'm gonna get two in my own head. Yeah, and go. I'm never gonna be able to focus on the material. I guess you know what I mean. Like yeah. even with the when, it's like yeah, I have this much time, but now I know I have this much time. Hmm. So I'm gonna be judging myself, being like. Do you need to say this on this? Like, I you guess. know when you guys, it's just going to matter. Yeah, that makes and sense. And again, that's because I'm me and I'm my own asshole who's like, I analyze everything where it's like, I know I'm not going to feel like this when I get to here. I don't that's know. My, and I'm going to feel like that either way, whether it's a when or a how. Mm. I'm literally someone who needs to not know at all and just enjoy this ride as it is. Yeah. And then when I die, when I die, and when I, you know. I guess it's different for you because you are really making the most of it because you are doing things that are pretty exciting right now. But then there are some people who just live one day, bleeds into the next. And if they found out that they had a year left to live, then maybe that might inspire them to, you know what? Do I'm the like, things I love. Like, let me let yeah. me focus on, like, so with you, like, you're already, like, doing it. Like, you know, people will look at your life from the outside in and think, like, oh, that's actually writing for 22 minutes and like, you know, doing segments and like doing, st- it sounds exciting. So it's like, Oh fuck, he's already living his best life. Whereas there's others who are just like, you know, not doing much. So yeah, I think that they yeah. might benefit knowing, Hey, dipshit, you got six months left. Why don't you go out and fucking do something? Yeah. Exactly. You know, make the most of this last six months. Do you really want to spend the last six months mm-hmm. sitting down, rewatching breaking bad for the fifth time? You know what I mean? Some people might like that. And you might. Yeah, but it's fuck. a good That's show. Fly episode, I know, I know. though. I, I just started <laughs> Better Call Saul. I'm like, fuck, oh, I gotta watch so that. good, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rewatching The Sopranos. Is yeah. Still my Death is one. wild. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hot take. You know Hot who take. might hate, I, it, hate it more than you? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I brought it up last night because I was hanging out with people on uh like it's just something that I think about. I go down really dark rabbit holes with with death. Yeah, and yeah. I I recently and normally it's in those nights that I'm thinking about Vaughn and stuff. And like, uh, I went down the death rattle rabbit hole. Do you know what the death rattle is? No. It's like the sound, like when someone's like really elderly or sick. Um, it's the sound your throat makes, like when you're about to die. Okay, and. <laughs> To reporter mode okay and so why? yeah i guess the, the number one question is why why go down that rabbit hole i don't know the need to understand what happens maybe yeah okay but you understand what happens now what <laughs> you know what i mean like you have that information in your head great god bless but like are you gonna do anything with it or you just now know that people make weird noises when they die you ever stop and just think think about what that was like something Brittany said Brittany Campbell said to me recently uh, I saw when I saw her at Oasis oh name drop um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck I'm funny so this episode dropped too we were just talking just talking 
And I just love Brittany because she's just so just no nonsense. Yes. Um, and she just goes, Sarah, have you ever just thought about like not saying your internal dialogue out loud? <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know what? Good point. <laughs> Maybe I should say that less. Uh, Death Rattles. Have you ever seen the Death Rattle thing? Or heard it? Yeah, no, I've I've that. seen that shit. And I've seen like you know people have done like um, <sighs> I don't like it. You know, like the legal. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, where they you know just die. Assistant suicide. Yeah, assistant yeah, yeah. suicide. Yeah, I've seen that shit. It's like kind of similar to like putting down a cat. No, because it's a no. fucking human being. <laughs> but is it a similar process? Is it not a similar thing? It seems to be, except An where injection? the cat where the cat goes. Yeah, some in like a fucking weird <laughs> European voice. And then they... What? What? What's the... All cats are European. Right, they're all European. <laughs> yeah, some rarity. And then... I don't even know if that's European. What are you fucking... Por- that's not Puerto Rican. I don't Rican. know. Like, in- inject it. And they know. strap its yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's a death rattle. Oh no, <laughs> man, cat. <laughs> yeah, she's ready to go. <laughs> I've, oh, seen, I've seen that shit. It's uh, it's fucked. I don't know if I'd rather like it be quick and unexpected or drawn out. What? Yeah, death? I would like to be. I don't want no, anyone thinking about it. Chris, look at Chris's face. Yeah. Like, why no, no, no. Like, I, no, no. Because like you, like, hearing it from you, it's like, okay, Travis. You know, he's he's a relatively level-headed guy. <laughs> when you talk about death, like, you're not exactly a happy person. You know what I mean? No. You're kind of unstable and fucking weird. <laughs> so why are you going down this death rabbit hole? Do you because when we well, you want to be like, here because, for it? Because, understand? Understand this. Travis and I are leaving at the end of the night, and now you're just going to be left with these thoughts about death but and I bond. Always am. Whether or not you would have been here or not, I would well, have. You know would have why? Done it anyway. Hey, <laughs> stop looking up death rattles. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I watch your stories on Instagram sometimes, and I get fucking angry. Oh what? Like, your behavior infuriates me. What, what did I do? Everything you to. do, just it, like I what? Because like I'll look at you, and I'm like, I know this is not going to be good for her health, and yet she's doing it anyway. What specifically? Anything that makes you depressed. You're like, this is so fucked up right now, and then you just do it. But when I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know. Like Facebook, I don't think you. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> you have no examples. I think you know what it is. I, doing, I think you just bug me. I'm doing well <laughs> I'm lately. Kidding. You I, are I, doing better. I have. I you have are doing better. Dream job. I'm loving stand up. Oh shit! What? Is this there's breaking a, there's news? There's a power outage during the hubcap ship. Oh wow. Cross Canada Comedy Gala technical difficulties. We apologize for the power outage, and we will be sending our recording early in the week. Uh, wow! Oh yeah, that's right. Because winds are high right now. We got that storm coming. But don't worry, I got the kid got his out. That's Should right. we wrap this up soon? And Is there a rev- storm happening? No, no. The reviews are raved. Also, oh, we got a new premiere. Um, I want to go back to why Chris think uh, why I bug you. You don't bug me, but like I'll see you put up stuff on social Who's media. Who's the new premiere? Okay, what Ian Rankin. Ian Rankin. Yeah. I fucking hate the Rankins. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate the Rankins. Me, Marty, and Vince oh, are uh, rolling over in our graves. Yeah, as you we should. Love, 
The auction house. We love the uh, Mall River Shuffle. The, I fucking hate the Rankins. <laughs> I did a show there. What? And it was like after like win a dinner with a celebrity. And like so the <laughs> crowd was shit. Yeah. Oh shit. And there was God one damn. of the rank I think it was Heather Rankin. <clears throat> Oh and, my uh, god! I think she just retweeted one of my tweets. Yeah, well, fuck her. Um, <laughs> 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 he can, can keep that in. He can try uh, now. Yeah, he, he definitely can. He's a single man. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was like man. during like a dinner for like a charity thing, and like literally midway through it, she's like, "Listen, I've been a performer. I get how hard it is for like a live performer to like attract an audience." And I'm like, "Well." You would think, as a live performer, you would understand what I'm going through right now and have some respect that for her? it. That is Heather Rankin. <laughs> yeah, she um, uh, that mom haircut. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, well, you would think as a performer, you would be able to understand and have the kind of respect you would normally need for a fucking performer. And she was like, oh, um, okay. Wow. And then I uh, I proceeded to do my shit, and she was very uncomfortable, and I probably could you say that if you were on a stage? No, of course not. I'm a that's shy such a, man off stage. That's such a fascinating phenomenon. But like on stage, yeah, if you're an asshole to me, I will fucking come for you. <laughs> that that and that's so common for so many comedians. Like they don't like talking to people off stage, but on stage, it's right. like. Definitely do not. It's, it's two like, different me's. It's very much two different me's. Yeah, um, because I would say like in a like on a podcast, you're kind of teetering both lines in a weird way. Yeah, it's on, kind on, of performative. On a, yeah, on a podcast, I'm me, but I'm still you know, I'm still bit. yeah, I'm still the volume is turned up. Um, yeah. Other than that, like when it comes to like a regular, per- yeah, in that scenario, I'm very much timid and shy and probably not as aggressive as, as I normally would be but like um it yeah it switches but I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know what makes me change but there is yeah there is some point where I go fuck you to not fuck you mm, that's wild there's something about having that microphone in your hand, especially doing it as long as you have, where it's just like, yeah, you know, you, you, it amplifies you, it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you putting on your spider suit essentially. And you're just like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, you're not gonna see me after I leave yeah. this area. Yeah. So I can come at you a little bit more aggressive. It's true. Yeah, because it's yeah. one you, thing to you, be, just be aggressive to somebody off stage and just know that oh, now they're just gonna be there and I'm gonna be. Whereas yeah. it's like, yeah, no, if I'm here. I, I'm going to be done my show and I'm going to fucking leave. I'm not going to have to talk to you. And it's <laughs> and it's similar to social media, too. Everyone, like, that wall of social media, everyone's yeah. way bigger jerks online than they yeah. are in person. No, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wherever you are is where you're coming from. So, yeah, if you're, you know, you're an offline person mostly, yeah, if you're online, you're going to come out a little more aggressive if you're doing what we're doing you're gonna come at it a little more aggressive it's i don't know if you guys watch wandavision at all oh god uh, i've never <laughs> i I've, I've actually never i've heard of it i've never watched it's a great show i believe it it's a great show yeah if you're in like the marvel shit it's uh it's wandavision awesome. wandavision what the fuck is that <laughs> it's a great show 
It's a great show. Yeah. So it's about it's mainly about Wanda and uh, the Vision of, <laughs> of Marvel superhero lore. Um, if you're into, is this like, a new show or old show? It's no. It's a new show. It oh, it's came new. out the last last you know five weeks. Or oh, so. I don't watch things. Okay. Yeah. 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 So if you're like into like whatever, it's like for the Marvel thing. It's like it's a pretty big show in terms of audience range and like you know like oh we like this and that whatever um with wanda vision the name of the show it's uh it's pretty great because like they just had a character who's like from it's so hard to explain <laughs> it's so fucking hard to explain <laughs> hold on let me let me it's let me pull it up so hard to explain oh my god um if you watch the old X-Men movies, you're like, yeah, I'm on board. And if you watch the old Marvel movies, you're like, yeah, I'm on board. It's a weird combination of the two right now uh, with WandaVision. Here's a quick synopsis. Living, idealized, suburban, live, super-powered being, Wanda's and Vision begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. Yeah, that does not help anyone. That sums it up With perfectly. the whole show. Yeah, no, that that really paints a whole picture right there. Uh, with WandaVision, if you're like into the X-Men universe, you appreciate it because they brought in a character from that world to the Marvel world, the MCU, uh, and then you care about it. I, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Fucking Christ. No, no, no. It's no, the no, worst no. thing do ever. It, do it again. Start from the beginning. Nigga, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh god, we have fun. Tell us your stripper story. Let We're not leaving you. until Chris tells me why he's annoyed by me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed by most people on social media to begin with. But what's triggering about the only thing that's my triggering, social media presence? Uh, the fact that it there's a lot of it. Okay, and that's it's not even no, just in, it's not even just you. It's everybody. But like, I'll see you. Uh, like deprecation. No, no. I'll start your stories. <laughs> And I hope that broke. Did that? Oh, I, that's getting there. That's getting there. These chairs <laughs> suck. I really need new chairs. You'll. I'll start your stories, and I'll be ah. Oh, Sarah posted a story, and then I'll see the little hyphens. Oh, and I'm like, I, I, I can't I'm do trying, it. I'm trying to. to that's back the only on reason that. why. Yeah, yeah. So when I see that, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's a lot. I can't. And as a friend, I feel bad because I'm just like. The more you post, the more lonely you are. That's fact. But yeah, well, obviously. But like, yeah. I, I, I think that like I feel bad when I don't click through my friend's shit. But yours are so much of it where I'm just like, I have to. But but why would you feel bad about that? Because you have a life. Yeah, that's true. I don't expect people to have so much going on right now. I don't expect people like I, I, um, dude, my life's so dope. I've been trying to to post less. Um, I'm very aware of it. And I'm all, yeah. And I'm also aware of the oversharing factor and how it's done me I mean, very little sure. good. Well, yeah, I like, I'll see it and I'll be like, you know, when you do get sad and you start posting about why you're sad and all that stuff, I'm like, I've seen you do that before. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way to, you know, help yourself. Like, you know, cause like, I feel like it's almost an addiction cause you'll like post up something and this isn't just you. It's a lot of people. They'll post up something that's like, you know, I'm sad. Then they get the messages from the friend saying, like, it's you're great. The serotonin, you're that, that the they serotonin you get. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're getting your fix. That's so exactly then I'll what see, it is. So I'll see you do it and I'll be like, you're doing what you usually, and you're going to end up back in this spot a couple weeks from now or something like that. Like I, well, I yeah, want to see as a friend, I, I want to see you. Like, let me see you try something different here. Well, the solution is, I mean, well, there's lots of solutions, but 
one of the biggest solution would be to have real life friends, which I don't have many of currently. Yeah, but and when I say real life friends, I mean like someone you can really talk about depression with, really like have close, serious conversations with, really confide in, don't, and you don't feel like you're bugging them. I guess yeah. I, I have lots of friends. I would say, yeah, you do, but. Not a lot of that that close, close, like, 3 a.m. phone call friend. And so for a lot of people, currently, the internet has become that for them. You see it a lot on TikTok, actually. There's a lot of people on TikTok talking about mental health struggles. And they're then creating these audiences that, like, are rooting for them. And that's becoming their friends. And I happen to think, yeah, that's there's danger in that. Yeah, when you're if, getting your mental health cues from TikTok. You sh- well, you shouldn't. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I think it can be a good outlet. Um, but so- social media is evil. It's straight up not good. And yeah. I'm very aware of that. I don't want it anymore. Like, I truly would love to take a break. I don't think there's any shame in taking a break. You know, do what I did it for two days once. People thought I died. So, <laughs> Well, then let them think. let them think that. It's like you're not dying. You're, you're not dead. You know, you're not like, dead. You're like, not. You know, you're, when you take a break, you're not dead. You're living. <laughs> well, or you're, you're very, there. very sad, and you feel like people will judge you if you post. I don't know. It, it's just one. Yeah, it's one of those things. It, things will be changing for sure. Yep. Yeah, oversharing stopping pretty soon. So. Yo, do whatever you want to do, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there are different ways. Like, I think, like, when I watch you do that stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I've seen you do this a lot. And then you end up right back at square one because, like, you, you'll go through, like, a good phase. Like, everything's fine. And then you end up right back where you were. And then I'm just... Yeah, like, that's depression. Yeah. But what I see is, like, okay, let's see if you can approach it differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Talk to your friends. Reach out to them at 3 a.m. or something like that. Or go I to a therapist. whatever. don't have anymore. One something. died and one ghosted me. <laughs> and the guy who ghosted me did a better job than the dead guy. <laughs> Well, Which is very impressive. Cause more, guy, I got more close. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that died on you. You know. <laughs> like, is, that's the ultimate closure, you would think. Death. <laughs> you would think, but it's not. I guarantee it's not. I, yeah, I definitely but. used to have closer friendships. Um, but uh, it is what it is. We're all doing our best. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something I'm going to be working on this year is being less selfish and less talking about me, more listening, less oversharing, less posting do things offline uh matt has inspired me to like get out in nature more go on a hike oh, or two nature. get go on a hike or two <laughs> what a, uh, look at a God. tree uh, catch uh, a fish fuck it all catch a fish <laughs> no i see the value in it i do no there is no value i in see it. the the value my dream birthday weekend. Uh, yeah we're 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 in nature <laughs> it's fucking Oh, look at a look at a tree! <laughs> Just the uh-huh. idea. <laughs> you don't like nature. You've never like stared at a tree Fuck and enjoyed it. Nature. <laughs> I'm so tired of nature and like, oh, oh, look, oh, is, look, it's breathe, big, breathe it in. This uh, is a picture of Vaughn and Mackie coming over. <laughs> You're doing uh, like I, I just I can't. Uh, what you, you get the trees? You get the little trees. You tell me you don't do you, <laughs> trees. Little trees, bro. Hey, you, hey Travis, you're telling me you've never gone into the forest to ponder? No, I've never <laughs> pondered in my life. A fucking tree. Oh, oh, look at the look at the tree. Oh, take it in. Oh, oh God. I'm pondering. Oh, thoughts. I, uh, oh, so good, so magical. 
Who I've gives zoned, a shit? I've zoned out on a tree one time because I was trying to do that. I was yeah. like, oh, let me go get in touch with nature. And I just stared at this tree for like 10 minutes straight, zoning out, you know, when you stare through something. Yeah. And then when I snapped back into it, I said tree and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it was like tree. the dumbest moment in my life where I was just like, yeah, I could have said anything else in that moment. It would have been smarter. Tall. Tree. Oh, tree went. Tree. Yeah. Tree. <laughs> Tree, tree. <laughs> the tree's like very good, Chris, as it talks in a deep voice. I don't know. I mean, like, what are the solutions to feeling shitty? Like, I mean, yeah, of course, people say medication and therapy, but like those things. I mean, that's a long road. Number one, feel shitty. Thank you. Embrace. I'm it. good at that. Feel <laughs> shitty. Go. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I'm here. Just don't post it on stories. I'm enjoying. I'm. Ooh. I. I don't like. I'm it, only fucking with you. But I'm here. Acknowledging, yeah, this sucks. That's, I mean, yes, a hundred percent. You gotta actually acknowledge that your feelings are real and valid. Yeah, of course. If you want to channel in and go, yeah, I this everything's telling me it sucks, but I don't feel like it sucks right now. Then yeah, fine, you're right too. But I am just saying, like, yeah, if something fucking stinks, go, yeah, it stinks, and, I, I, and embrace it. I will say, as someone who does that more negative responses than positive. Like, if you're someone who yeah. goes, how are you? And you say, oh, I'm not doing... Like, I had a stressful day and I'm... T-. People will instantly just not enjoy you. As no, much. there's, as moments, you there's moments where I need to go, yeah, it sucks, but he gets me and I'm okay. And then, yeah, it sucks, but, like, people get me. It's okay. You yeah. do need to have those two moments where yeah. you go, who I'm trying to please, they get it. Yeah. And and who I'm supposed to please, they get it. There needs to be those two moments. There mm. needs to be those moments where you go, yeah, who I want to respect me as a comic gets it mm. and they know what I'm doing. And yeah. Mm. Who I think audience needs to get me and respect it, get it. There needs to be those two moments between like, yeah, Vaughn gets it. He knows what I'm doing. And yeah, they get me. They know what I'm doing. There needs to be those two moments. I like that. If you don't have those two moments, then you don't have a cohesive act. You don't have that thing where you go, yeah, I'm a pro comic. Yeah. You this is why I think um, compliments that are only to encourage are dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Straight up positive feedback all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't Because, like, I mean, like, and I talked about this with Matt again. Like, when I started, encouragement wave. So much encouragement. There's nothing I had, wrong. I had people reaching out to me who I didn't even think liked me going, you're doing great. Like, good job. You have good There's energy. And then wrong. that came to a screeching halt. Yeah, yeah. They just become one there's nothing wrong with people being like, yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, hey, keep it up. There's nothing wrong with those people. But you do need those people that when it's not a night where you go, I killed it. You do need to go. You're doing this right. And that is the key. Is that the people on the nights where you don't feel like you killed it? They reach out and go, hey, you did your shit. I Those like, are the people you need to hold on to. Do you know what my favorite compliment is? Keep working. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great because one. Because that's saying, you're not perfect yet. Yeah. 
But like you've there's legs there. That is someone going. I know where you're keep, going. Keep keep working and you're on in it. the right direction. Keep working on it. And that is such a killer. Key. I love that compliment. It's and it's if you not have that, biased. Boom, yeah, you're good to it's go. Great. Bill Burr when he started, or uh, yeah, around the time he started, he said uh, this bomb mach- machine does not always time well. <laughs> bomb machine. <laughs> bomb machine. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, when Bill Burr started, uh, yeah, he was doing comedy, and then like you know, sometimes he like he would go like on bomb streaks, and then like this older comic one time came up to him, and he was just like, "I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it." And that to me is like so like that's yeah, the best fucking good, thing to say. It's, it's like it's... look, look, I I like even like Vaughn, like there would be sometimes where he wouldn't get certain comics in the scene. And like we, him, him and I would talk about it off stage, and he'd be like, "Look, I don't get it, but I can see that it's working." And like to me, like that's that's cool right there. We're just that's like, yeah, if you can who, acknowledge, like, look, it's not my thing, but like, look at that. Like they're they doing understand something. comedy, yeah, and they understand yeah, that comedy right, is this, multifaceted. It was a big point to go like, yeah, this works, this works, this doesn't work, and you know, no matter what, like, this idiot's good. Mm-hmm. Sam is good. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, Brandon and Durham, if you know, if they really go for it, they're good. You yeah. know, Barnes is good. Like it's gusto. everyone's in their Everyone own gusto. levels of shit. You're good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a weird thing where it's like, I don't know. I feel like the defining factor here is the extreme self-awareness and the extreme need to grow personally. Yes. You have to love this and, and you evolve. have to want this and like you have to have that evolve. So with him, I see he wants to grow. Albert, he wants to grow. You, you yeah. want to grow. Barnsey, he wants to grow. You know, Brandon, Durham, they want to grow. That's the growth so mindset. It's, it's is awesome. very easy yeah. to see these people go out and perform and go, okay, they're trying to hit that next level. There are other people who go, they say they love comedy. <laughs> they like it. But it doesn't go past, they love comedy. Yeah. He goes past it. You go past it. You know, Kyle goes past it. Durham mm. goes past it. Brandon goes past it. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. hit this point where it's like, they love it, but I can't even fault them on what they don't love. Because I watch them and they go, yeah, but I love this part, too. And it's very hard for me to be like, eh, you don't love this part. You got to work on it. Mm. And that's a, it's a good thing to have. It's a great problem to have. Where I look at people and I go, they don't care about this. Do you can tell, eh? When people oh, I care. can tell right away. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell anytime someone gets on stage and I go, they like laughs. They don't like the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how do you thing. navigate that? And that's the thing. How do you navigate that feat? Like- None of you can know it. None of you can know it. It has to be me or Vaughn or Dan or someone to look at you and go... If they bomb, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And that's oh. a good thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. People think they bomb and go, I care when I bomb. It matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. When you bomb and you and it matters that you and it matters. That's where that's where it comes in play. Cause I can watch someone fucking fail like a motherfucker and go, they're funny. And then I can watch him do his shit and kill. 
and go, yeah, he knew it was funny. <laughs> I can watch you do your shit and go, yeah, she's funny. And be fine. But I can watch people do their shit and have it not hit anywhere and have you not acknowledge that it didn't hit anywhere. Uh-huh. So I can do it again. And they go, they think they're fine. Oh, dude. The false... When people don't understand... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to have the same thing. So, you so when people get off stage and they don't understand, like, why it didn't work or that they bombed, even worse... And then they like you just said it right there. It's like they don't care. Like you know they don't care that they like when I see somebody who clearly had a shit set doing shit that I've seen them do multiple times before, and to no laughter by the way in the previous, and they do it and they get off stage and they're like, yeah, you know that was that wasn't bad. I'm like, go don't you want to kill yourself? Because I know I would. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Like I mean, fucking go home, hate yourself. Like this is not the way to react. Go right, you fucking. Drink. Go, there you go. Hey, cr- language. <laughs> Cry in the bathroom, run around the block, and then do a podcast analyzing it. That's right. That's what I did. No. I mean, I had an emotional, no, but you process all, it right. In all fairness, I yeah, had a, an emotional process, response yeah. to my bomb, but like it was there was a lot of fat, and I don't want to play the. I was the only woman in the lineup, but but I was, and also I had to sit through everyone else killing and going like I wonder, and in my head going like, okay. I delivered everything like how I normally do it. And I did this at Beerly's last night. It was great. So what the heck happened? Like, like, and, and. Welcome you know, <laughs> to comedy. <laughs> I know, right? You do the but, same joke two nights in a row. One night kills, next night crickets. But that's the thing. I had this emo, but it was weird because I had an emotional, physical response. But in my mind, I was going, this is, it's fine. It happens. This is part of it. Mm. Yeah. Accept it. You know what I mean? Um, And yeah, you're right. You listen to it back. You learn from it. And I had the showcase the next time, and I did great. So, like... Yes, showcases, eh? How about that? Showcases. <laughs> yeah. I, I was D5 telling, was a fun night. Well, I was telling Travis that, like, I purposely... Because when Martin asked me, I didn't understand why. Yeah, same. Because I was like, really? No, you. I <laughs> 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 what the fuck is kidding, she doing? Kidding, kidding, kidding. But no, kidding. I, I, tr- I truly... I truly um didn't didn't know why he picked me. I mean, like, he, I I think uh, it's a good idea in terms of just, I think just to get a sense because you know uh, I don't know how much we can talk about it, but yeah, yuck yuck is coming back. Yeah, and uh, Francois part uh, you know he's kind of helping run things, and he he hasn't been out to the mics as much. You know, since uh, yeah. since coming back or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm guessing he wanted to get a good sense of the landscape of who's around, who's like you know. That's how I took it too. Potential guest spots one day, or like, okay, let me see this. Okay, keep an eye on this person. Maybe exactly. one day they yeah. can do a split middle or something like that. You know, shit like that. I don't fucking know, it felt but it's nice. I'm glad. I'm glad it's coming back. Like you were talking about it. Um, I did my showcase. Um, I normally am pretty critical of myself. I walked off stage. I was like, you did what you needed to do. That's, like in my head, I was like, I was like, that was a good it, set. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, you know, it's nice to have like a club come back. Cause then it's like for the people at my level in particular, uh, yeah, we're trying to work our way to potentially doing like a club weekend eventually. And yes, so it's yes, nice yes. to know that, Oh, it's possible again. Yeah. You know? So it's nice to have that. That's why I'm really happy with the way this scene's going right now. And awesome. there, I, I know firsthand that there's a lot of other things in the works right now. Um, 
things Ooh. are pretty exciting right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was really, really cool to do. And like yeah. to just kind of bring your best. Like I, I really liked that aspect of it. Like bring your highlights. Yeah. Um, yeah. which was really, really fun. Um, I and you did ten. I did ten. Nice. I got really good feedback after. Francois talked to me, and one of the best things like I heard was like, "You've come a long way." Like even just hearing "You've come a long way," because um, he saw he would have seen me like when I first first started. Um, back at um, I think Francois may have shop. seen me once or twice before. But the like, shoe shop mics when the, those were a thing. He was there. Yeah, it, but it was like literally like when I was working, uh, like it was at Kai Brady's maybe one time where I was literally yeah. doing five minutes of new stuff that I've never done. So it's like, you know, he never. It's all you need. Hey, 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 you know, I went up 10 minutes new at uh, District 5 this past uh, whatever. Did you? Nope. No. <laughs> Fucking went up there with like, you know, shit that I know works. I know. Get back on the mic. What are you doing over there? He's, he's a. Tra- Travis is a little toasty right now. Can we we can close the episode out and just shoot the shit off the mic now? Let's do that. Let's close this shit out. We're at we're at two and a half hours. We've broken dead officially. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Fucking chill. There we go. There we go. Holy yeah. shit, Maker's Mark, baby. That's it. That's Maker's it. Mark. <laughs> oh, well, guys, we went we went places. We 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 had some good talks tonight. Um, once again. Uh, Talmagush, February 13th. That is tomorrow when this comes out. Yes. T- and then uh, Travis would have... When, when- 12th, 13th, and 14th, El's Bistro. That's where I'm I'm closing it out. Uh, if you want to see real comedy, come to uh, El's Tatum- Bistro. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, February 12th, 13th, or 14th, I'm doing 20 minutes... Jordan Foyce is doing twenty minutes. Uh, we're killing it. I'm I'm the kid. I'm the best at it. Uh, so come see me do my thing. If you want to it- go see comics who are looking up to me and are not up to it, then go out to Tatamagush and you can see uh, you can see old Chris Hleff and Sam Bartle and and, and Matt Baker do it. But if you want to see a king. Do his shit. Jordan Foisey will be at the uh, Els Bistro show, and you can go watch him do that there. Jordan Foisey will be at the Els Bistro show, and and you'll laugh at him, and then you'll laugh at me because you're like, damn, kid's good. And I'm like, yeah, he is good. Is it So, uh, yeah, come see that. Is it happening on the Sunday night, too? Actual Valentine's Day? Um, 12, 13, 14. 12, yeah. 13, okay. 14. So, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. done. So, Friday. Uh yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get into it. You can go see these uh, amateurs bomb. You can see uh, <laughs> Brittany Campbell do well, and <laughs> oh and Matt God. Baker maybe do Travis. well, and uh, hey, maybe Robbie Vino do well, and you can see Sarah McLellan do well, <laughs> and then you can see uh, Chris Halaf struggle. Robbie's not on the show, but he loves it, <laughs> and that's what matters the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, they I have really... five sims in Tatamagush, right? <laughs> Wait, they what? They better. They're gonna hear it. <laughs> they're gonna hear what? I said they better have five sims in Tatamagush because they're gonna hear about it. Five sims in Tatamagush is <laughs> wonderful. Let's end off on a wholesome note, everybody. <laughs> Travis, I hope you drop dead tonight. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> guys, check out Travis's podcast. Church yeah, of Common Sense. Church of Common Sense. It happens uh, every other week for the most part. 
Uh, other than that, you can listen to uh, Chris F bomb any uh, any day of the week. He uh, loves by it. the way, anybody notice how Travis fucking stole my style recently with the fucking uh, denim jackets and shit like yes. that? Yes. Hey, look look at a like 2016 photo, and you will see that I am Bro, wearing a I, denim, denim jacket. Denim is exclusive to Turkish people. This That's is the it. thing <laughs> we call a Turkish tuxedo. You <laughs> shave all the donair meat you want. I'm uh, I'm the one winning. <laughs> donair kebab. <laughs> You're the one winning. What? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're winning. See you at Gus's. That's it. That's it. As a headliner. Oh, my Lord, you guys. That's us. Well, I appreciate you both. Um, thanks. Thank you for, for talking to me for a long time on episode 199 of the podcast. And Happy to do it. you guys get to bring it together. I don't have to be involved, but you got you to be, together. be cohesive. Okay, watch my fingers, and then you can do it. Wow. That was chaotic. I still do it so well. <laughs> you still do it so well.